Hello, everyone. My name is Jordan, and welcome back to the Fandom Optimists. This is the show where we love stories, and we love when they bring us together. This week in fandom, the new Spider-Man 2 game dropped on the PS5 like a couple weeks back, and now I finally platinumed it, so we're talking about it with Blue. Blue, how are you doing? What the fuck? You got a platinum already? <laughs> yeah, platinum the game. God damn. All right. Uh, it's, not, hey. it's not all that hard to platinum this one. This one doesn't really put you through the paces for platinum. Hey, if any of you have ever thought, man, I hate it when Blue's on this show. He, he's <laughs> such a pessimist. I have good news, everyone. Uh, oh, no. This is something I can be an absolute optimist about. <laughs> Yeah, we finally we're finally on the same page of just unbridled love. <laughs> this shit's awesome. Well, okay, I will say I do have a couple complaints actually. I'm gonna have a couple. I'm gonna have like two, like one or maybe two. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, platinum, platinum. Just since you since you since you asked, the platinum is like do all of the side missions, complete all the things, there and then like there's. You- that I remember there were like extra challenges. Like one was fly from the financial district to Astoria. Yeah. Touching the ground. Yeah. And then that one, I was like, okay, that took me like three tries and like 10 minutes. And then I got that one. And then I looked at the next one and it was like, find the, the like science trophy that miles won. Oh yeah. Where I was like, is that? it's on a church in the financial district. I think. I, I'd have to double check, but I had to Google it. I didn't yeah, just find so it. Weird. Why the fuck <laughs> did I ever look there? Yeah, I had to. Go- I had to Google it because they're I like, if you happen, like, maybe, maybe it's at Brooklyn Visions or... or like on the roof of his apartment building or something. Yeah, like that, um, you but, know. Nope. But why would it make sense? Like, fuck me. Right? Yeah, he was just uh, like <laughs> uh, it was just like on the roof of a church in the financial district. Unless you know what it might be, like. That could be the spot that you find it as a collectible in the Miles Morales game. Oh, you know what? It could be. I can't remember. Miranda's about to play through the Miles game. I'll I'll text you and let you know if, if you were right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like if they do it like there. that, then that would make sense. Yeah, if it's like... continuity with the previous game, sure. But it it felt weird to me because I played the Miles Morales game once. And it was in 2020, and that has been a while. So I did not remember anything about I, that. Trophy. I did have to rewatch, um, like the gameplay video of like the last hour or two of Miles Morales to okay, yeah, before going into it because I forgot that like Finn died and everything. Yeah. Um. I actually yeah, didn't that remember was if she was the final reason. boss or not. I. I think she was. She was. She, okay. They they had a fight in Roxanne Plaza because she wanted to overcharge the new form. That was and right. Yeah. Thought it would destroy the plaza, and Miles saw extra data that it would destroy all of Harlem. Yeah. And she wouldn't listen to him, and and he then he very nearly and, sacrifices himself. Yeah. He he absorbed all of the electricity of the new form, and he was going to self destruct, and. Like all the friends and family were nearby, and so she used her tech to propel them both super high into the air, and told him it was okay to let go. And so he exploded, and she, I, from what I can tell, got vaporized. Oh yeah, I think she's just gone. I think yeah, like just... I didn't see a body. No, yeah, I think <laughs> and then that he was hit a the ground ridiculous from explosion. Like, 
Oh had, man, I thought he, I thought he was gonna die. There were two to, in the Miles Morales game. I thought they killed Peter at the beginning of it because I was like, "That's the Miles thing. You kill Peter, and then Miles is Spider Man." And and so like, the, there's this part where he gets hit real hard by the rhino and is like out. And I was like, "Yeah, oh, they just killed Peter," but then they didn't. And then at the end, I was like, "They just killed Miles," and they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think um, that's actually a really good swerve for those of us that know that Miles's story originally began after Peter Parker died. Yeah, um, I was I was expecting it because I knew that, and I was they they were very clever about that. Um, but yeah, with Platinum for Spider-Man Two, after beating all of the side missions and all of the all the missions, everything that you can do in all of the 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 districts. Uh, and 100%ing all the districts, it took me like an extra 20 minutes to get platinum after I did that. So it's, it's they don't put you through too much. Okay, then yeah, I could probably do <laughs> it's it. It's not a grind. Um, but um, I just, I, I beat the game and then I was like, I want to start replaying uh, the first game again. But, and But now I think I might have burnt myself out a little bit too much Spider-Man too fast. Um, Yeah, so you went to Guardians? (laughs) I I got unemployed immediately, like when the game dropped. Oh yeah, you you were you were using it as a as an emotional crutch a little bit. Um, yeah, (laughs) yeah. I won't lie. I've I've been Um, there. I've (laughs) I've not not through anything nearly as rough as what you're going through, but uh... no, it, it was definitely like, haha, Spider-Man is fun and I can not think about things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I am, I am to video games what uh, alcoholics are. To, oh God. I guess booze. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so, so starting up this game, I just want to talk about like powering this thing up and then you get the little play the story so far thing. Uh-huh. And um, I was very happy because uh, so Miranda has been playing through a whole bunch of video games that I have over the last several months. And uh, she just finished like two months ago, the original, the 2018 Spider-Man game. And she had yet to start Miles Morales. And so uh, the the little previously on thing i was like scared to death that it was going to spoil stuff and it like it shows images from the game but nothing that could give you any sort of hint of context or spoiler i'm pretty so sure was, it shows finn dying i think it shows the moment that it happens but it doesn't make it super clear that well, that's, that's finn or who that is or anything so you don't get enough context for there to be spoilers like he doesn't even say my best friend died or anything like that. He just talks about that he went through some shit, basically. I gotta say this real quick, because we've brought her up a few times. Why the fuck is her name Finn? I don't know. I don't know what kind of name that is. Because the tinkerer tinkerer in comics is typically a man, and his name is Phineas, because he's a reference to, like, an old scientist. Well, I guess that's why. Um, But there's no way that her name is fucking Phineas. (laughs) If her name is Phineas, then her parents never loved her. No. Uh, fair <laughs> enough. Um, but yeah, I thought it was really cool that they managed to... I mean, obviously, the first game, they give you the whole like plot. But then for the Miles one, I like that they don't explicitly spoil the plot of that game. Uh, I guess partly because they figure there's a lot of people who are going to go back and play Miles after playing this who haven't. 
Because I bet there's a lot of people who skipped the, the Miles game. I don't know why, because it was awesome. But I imagine there's people who, who played the first one. And well, I will like, tell you right now, there's a lot of, of, there's a well, lot of yeah. people who claim to be Spidey fans that don't like Miles, and it's almost entirely for racial reasons. Yeah, and... I was, I was going to say, if we discount racists, I know the racists <laughs> didn't play that game. And then went straight into Spider-Man 2. But I'm sure there's some, I'm, I hope and just want to assume that there's at least a handful of not racist people who just didn't pick that one up because they read reviews that it's like very short for a full price game, which it is. And it's um, essentially DLC. They got fleshed out into a full game a little bit. Yeah. And it's like for full price, it is a bit small. I, and I, and I remember at the time people were like, the only reason you should buy this is if you, get the version of it that comes with the digital download of the remaster. Then it's worth a full game price, a remaster of the previous game and this awesome smaller game. Um, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's fair. So I imagine there's some people who heard people saying stuff like that, who didn't play the miles game. And then they play this one and they go, miles is really fun to play as. And this was cool. And I love his cast of supporting characters that are in here. I should go play the miles game. So they didn't. Uh, that's that's why I'm assuming they didn't spoil the Miles game. In yeah, the, a couple uh, things the I want to I want to say real quick. One is that I'm fighting for the next generation of Spider-Man fans to mm-hmm. be more understanding because um, my friend's kid. Uh, when I first started living here, like the first thing he ever spoke to me about was when he found out I had a PS4. Was like, do you have the Spider-Man game? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so he would come down and play Spider-Man with me. And so when I told That's him, sweet. I was like, there's a new Spider-Man game. And he started coming <laughs> down and playing the new one with me. And every time he hops on there and um, he's switching from Miles to Peter, he's like, mm-hmm. I want to play as Spider-Man. I, I gently remind him, they're both Spider-Man. Yeah, they're both Spider-Man. They make it very clear. Yeah. And so like, he, he seems a little like confused about that sometimes. But I'm like... Yeah, they're both Spider-Man. You know, they're just they're, they're two different Spider-Men, and he's mm-hmm. just like, oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> okay, um, yeah. But uh, the other thing, uh, it's always surprised me when superhero fans, not even just Spider-Man fans, superhero fans, are not understanding enough to vibe with that. Because I'm like, I was always under the impression that pretty much all of these stories are about embracing difference and. <laughs> And helping others. And, and it's, it's not like, how like, did none of you get it? It's not like multiple people having the same superhero name is new. Once again, for anyone who wants to be like, um, I only, it's not a I only like the original it, one. It, it's not a racial thing. The only reason I refuse to acknowledge that Miles <laughs> is Spider-Man is because he's not the first one. It's like, oh, so would you say Hal Jordan isn't Green Lantern? Yeah. He's not the first Green he Lantern. He wasn't the first Alex one. Scott. Barry Allen doesn't count. Yeah, Barry Wally Allen West is... super doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, if we can have four flashes, like <laughs> uh, six different Green Lanterns, um, uh, at least by now, in terms of like human Earth centric yeah, Green Lanterns. Hang on, yeah. hang on. I, I, uh, Alan Scott, Hal Jordan, Guy John... Gardner, John Stewart, uh, uh, Simon Baz. Yeah, did we already uh, say Kyle? Yeah, yeah. that's six. There and then Je- Jessica Cruz. Oh fuck! 
That's is right. There's at least seven. seven. Wait, <laughs> uh, but she's like, what is she? Ion or uh, Jade? Uh, wait, no, Jade's a different. I don't fuck. Look, I'm not a big Green Lantern fan. I'm gonna be real with you guys. <laughs> oh, no, she winds up being a form a, a formal Green Lantern eventually. Okay. Like right. her origin story is a weird path to getting to being a Green Lantern, but she oh, she yeah, winds up a Green Lantern. She's the one that like got a ring from a different universe or something. Yeah, sort. she got the Earth three uh, crime syndicate oh, power ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then okay. and then she winds up becoming a Green Lantern. That was all Every time I think of power ring, I just think he's <laughs> ugly as fuck because I always he's so ugly. <laughs> I think of the version from the Crisis on Two Earths movie. <laughs> you had like the ponytail and the big yeah. Leg. <laughs> oh that's funny yeah um all right but anyway yeah so uh anyway, also... they're both spider-man and they make yeah. it super clear in the game that they're both <laughs> they both constantly call each other spider-man what's really funny <laughs> is that the subtitles um, the subtitles have... say spider-man for both of them they have we... little icons to differentiate them yeah. one is with a red face and one is with a black face and that's that all makes me so happy <laughs> like um, that's such a good way to do it that yeah. it's Spider-Man, but the one with the red mask is 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 what the is what the subtitles tell you, and um, I love that. So it's not even Spider-Man one or even Spider-Man parentheses Peter. It's just Spider-Man, and it shows you which mask they're wearing. <laughs> and I love I, that. I also really like that. Um, so, some people have taken to referring to them as uh, Spider-Man Queens and Spider-Man Brooklyn. Okay, sure, I'll I'll vibe with that. Um, those are, yeah, those are I, good distinctions. Like, like they're they're the districts that they're uh, active in, or uh, not maybe not Queens, or I, I don't know what fucking district Peter is normally active in, but you get what I mean. It's like it's based on their like home districts and stuff like that. And yeah, that would make sense. I remember someone at some point said they should start calling Peter the Amazing Spider-Man and Miles. What was it? The Spectacular or the Ultimate Spider-Man? I don't remember which one they wanted to call Miles. They typically refer to Miles as the Ultimate Spider-Man when they go with the monikers because that's the book that he debuted in. Yeah. Um, and I'm fine with that. Uh, I mean, that's a little bit more of a mouthful. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're you're starting to really tack on labels to it. Um, you, you could also like. Uh, I've seen people call them by their suits, so a lot of times it's Spider-Man Red, Spider-Man Black. It's like, sure. Sure. The only confusion there is then when Peter's wearing the black suit, and then they're both Spider-Man Black. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, I understand. There, there's some, like, weird discussions that you wind up having, and some people might want things to be super simple and just have everyone have <laughs> different names. And But, again, my, my rebuttal to that is, okay, but if you're only starting that conversation... Yeah, if, if it only Miles, bothered you when it was Miles, then there's a problem. And that never bothered you with any of the other characters. Like, if nobody ever goes, well, Nightwing wasn't Batman. It's like, well, if, if that didn't bother you, then... There's Miles lots of Robins, Spider-Man. though. There's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah. like... Yeah, like it's if the, not, it's if like the not fourth Robin who showed up didn't bother you, <laughs> then then you probably shouldn't be upset about Miles being Spider-Man. And see, I'm a real one because the fourth Robin showing up did bother me because uh, Damien, uh, I, I fucking hate that little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I think that even came up the last time we spoke, which is very funny. Now we will never not. <laughs> talk we'll about find some reason to talk about it. 
<laughs> uh, I, I will forever be a Damian Wayne hater. Oh my god. Um, uh, <laughs> man, we haven't even gotten into the game. We're just talking about the beginning and the premise. I um, do want to. Okay, let let's talk about a big gameplay thing that is okay. constantly on my mind. Yeah. Um, because I keep going back and forth on whether it's better or worse. Ooh. Um, I I think I lean typically towards better. I kind of love that they replaced the gadget wheel system with uh, making the L1 button and uh, a face button assigned as shortcuts to a bunch of different abilities and the R1 button and a face button assigned to four quick shot gadgets rather than you having to open a wheel, switch to a specific gadget. Um, Yeah, I like both ways of doing it, but this one's probably better because... Once you get halfway through the first game, you have so many gadgets that you can win everything by launching all of your gadgets at the yeah. beginning of the fight. And so, so here's the here's the pro about this new system. Uh, it feels very fun, arcadey, mm-hmm. um, and uh, like like almost like a like a gauntlet type thing where it's just like you you're constantly just throwing out really cool moves and doing cool shit. It's very mm-hmm. easy to access and um, it, it just makes the game very fast and fluid and fun. And I really appreciate it for that. Here's my big con with this system. Mm-hmm. Um, you can completely wipe normal enemies out way too easily. And because it's so much like typically you get a lot of recharge for these abilities by being enemies. Mm -hmm. So when you're in a boss fight, once you use those abilities, they're gone until like you're near the end of the boss fight. So it's actually, yeah, that was tough. It's actually way too hard to use them against bosses. Yeah, that is true. I noticed that that there was a middle ground in the Craven fight, the the Spider-Man versus symbiote Spider-Man versus Craven fight. Got me, uh, got me really messed up. Um, I guess we should we easily. should probably state here, and I might need to record a disclaimer to put at the beginning that, like, I I don't know if I consider it a spoiler that you're gonna because it was in the trailer that we have the symbiote and Cravens in the trailer. And, you're gonna and fight literally him. Literally, the the, the screen of the game is black with a white spot yeah, on it. You're it's gonna like... fight Craven with the symbiote suit at some point. I don't count that as a spoiler. But this is where I should probably mention that we're going to start spoiling stuff. Um, yeah. uh, I think that's probably a good... Actually, I guess we should... Oh, man. Should we do a non-spoiler? Well, yeah, here. Let's, let's talk a little bit more about like the, the non-spoilery like, gameplay style stuff. Um, yeah. One, one thing I think is funny. Like, I appreciate that... And the Miles Morales game did this, too. They include the functionality of him turning invisible... Um, yeah. and it's intended for stealth uh, <laughs> I will tell you I never used it for stealth uh, I eventually mm-hmm. got an upgrade where the first hit he does when he is invisible does like extra damage <laughs> yeah I've, I've been, I finally got that uh, that was the last thing I got which I, made it worthless <laughs> it I, get, I got it earlier on and so every once in a while i would just hop invisible in the middle of a combo and everyone would be like where'd he go and i'd immediately punch somebody i would send them flying um mm-hmm. so like that was fun but other, other than that 
it almost feels like it's only put in for like character continuity like yeah, yeah. miles can turn invisible borderline useless gameplay mechanic you kind of don't need to put it in <laughs> um, yeah especially if you because because you've now played a whole 2018 game getting pretty good at the stealth missions yeah uh and now you've got the web line too so it's easier to get above enemies to do the silent um square stealth takedown where you web them up um because yeah. for those of you that don't know um when you do a stealth takedown you have two options you can do a like a, a triangle takedown where you web zip to them do a flying kick knock them out immediately um it makes more noise they might like bash into stuff in the environment to like break stuff and make more noise um it draws enemies attention much more quickly um and but the the upside is you can do that from a much farther distance whereas if you get much closer to an enemy you can hit do a square takedown to web them up and like either leave them dangling from a web cocoon or just web them to a wall and it's like completely silent surrounding enemies won't know yeah um uh the only thing is you gotta make sure that there isn't another enemy looking at the person when you do a stealth takedown either one because then immediately you go into combat mode they'll be like spider-man just whip that guy up Mm-hmm. Um. So, once, like, like you said, once you get good at those mechanics, um, you're you're pretty comfortable with either taking your time and picking someone off one by one, doing it unseen, or just being like, eh, I'll feel like it, and just immediately taking someone out and going straight <laughs> into combat, which I do a lot. Um, I like the combat, so I don't feel it's a punishment when I get to do a long fight. Um, yeah. But uh the yeah so again they they give you a new web line option where you can make a tightrope and you can even make tight ropes from your tightrope i i need to experiment i've been meaning to do this i want to experiment to see how many web lines you can make because oh yeah it's if, a lot but i've never there, counted if there's not a limit then you could theoretically make an entire ass spider web uh yeah. above people's heads just a floor <laughs> yeah <laughs> And um, that feels like it'd be broken. So I, I, yeah. never, I never tried making more than one line off of a line for a total of two. Um, yeah. I, I, like I said, I want to experiment and see how far you can go. But, um, I mean, in character, we know that they can do that. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so... Uh, I already talked about the, you know, like I said, the the gadgets got massively um, slimmed down to make room for new abilities. And what's interesting is that you have four different um, shortcut abilities, but each character also has two or sometimes even three uh, different pools of abilities for each button. Yes. So, like, for instance, um, uh, Peter, the, the first two... L1 and square options he has. Um, in, in this game, he starts using the iron spider legs. Um, yep. That's, a, that's a new suit, thing. That was which, also uh, teased in the trailer, which was very cool. I didn't know those legs can change color with some suits. Because, yeah, um, if you pick, if you pick like... Uh, Superior Spider-Man. Yeah. Who Otto does use the spider legs in the comics, so... Um, he has a little backpack where they pop out of, so the spider legs will be the same color as the backpack. Because um, uh, my friend's kid switched to the purple and green uh, palette swap for that suit, 
and had a bunch of green spider legs come out when he did an ability and was like, Whoa, that's cool. And I was like, that is cool. Dang. Yep. Um, <laughs> but um, so you can have the L1 and square uh, be the spider barrage, which is um, the, the legs pop out. You just do a big flurry of combos uh, hitting people with them. Or once you get access to it, you could switch it over to the symbiote punch where you make a big old gooey blam like you just you basically it's not even really a punch you sort of just push enemies with a big goo pillar and yeah. um if they hit a wall then you immediately web them to the wall uh um, yes and uh and so you can choose which one of those you want to do and you can mix and match you can have all symbiote abilities all spider legs abilities three of one and one of the other or whatever um and miles is very funny because they they don't ever actually explain what the deal is but like he starts off with the yellow lightning that he had in the previous game um and then yeah he just starts true. getting blue he yeah just starts getting blue lightning and we can talk a little bit about the story implications i guess after this section but it, it, like the two possibilities that are floated are either a someone else's powers intermingled with his and made yeah. this new option or B, it's just because of stress. And it's never actually said definitively which of those two it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you you get the original yellow abilities that he had in the last game, or you can use the new blue lightning abilities, which are, like, stronger. Oh, uh, yes. Um, they, they tend to have more range to them and stuff. Um, like... The, the L1 and square for him originally is the Venom Punch, which... Yeah, the one um, from his game. is man, It really is sort of frustrating that they decided to call his electricity powers Venom powers, because... <laughs> yeah, you know? I... Uh, yeah. Oh, well. But, um, well, so... I guess that, that makes it where they both have Venom powers oh, as, as the left like wheel. Um, but yeah... Uh, the the venom punch is like he he just does an electrified punch and it hits yeah. an enemy and it might Big make punch. like a cone of force and knock them back. Um, and then the new L one and square with the blue lightning is a Palpatine attack. It, it power. Yep. Yeah, he does one of those. Um, he, he, he just he just blue lightning from his hand. Fucking electrocutes and, everyone within a certain it, range. Yeah, it chains to a, a few more guys. Uh, the original chain lightning can hit three people, and then the upgraded version can hit six. Yeah, um, and it's cool. Uh, it's very cool. The maybe the wildest of those abilities to me is um, he just does a straight up Thor thunder drop with the L one and triangle. <laughs> yes, lightning. like if the if the opponent is like five hundred feet away. Miles just leaps up off screen. The camera quickly zooms over to that guy, and he just comes down electrified and lands on top of them. Yeah. Um, and it's very funny when you get the upgrade where you can store two of those. And so you can just do it twice in a row and mm. just cross the battlefield by leapfrogging off of people. Yep. Um, this is really funny. So just to keep my head in the, the vibe... I am silently playing the first game because I've switched out the discs and I don't want to put in the second game. <laughs> um, and I keep absentmindedly while we're talking, trying to slingshot off of stuff and forgetting oh, the, and forgetting that it's not there in the first game. The the like the so the slingshot points. Yeah. So the slingshot 
is is a new feature in this game that that's definitely worth talking about how cool it is um because you can do it anywhere um Hmm? it's just stronger in certain points oh i didn't know you could do it anywhere yeah you can do it anywhere and it's awesome oh that changes things yeah it's real cool from for me the oh sorry Y'all, I was just I was just gonna finish off with how you do it is you hold L two and hold uh cross. I guess it's called cross. Oh fuck <laughs> no. that. I call it X. It's X? All right, we're calling it X. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah. If you want to get into like legal proceedings and it's shit, cross. Then, yeah, it's cross, but nobody <laughs> fucking calls it that. All right, L two and X uh <laughs> get sends you on like he he does the movie thing that he does sometimes where he puts out two webs in front of him to any objects in front of him. And like leans back real hard and then launches himself forward. I'm like, I can't believe they're letting me do this in the open world. This is so cool. I know One Piece fans are frothing at the mouth right now. <laughs> yeah, and, um, and you know what? J- just to fuck with them, I'll be like, yeah, a thing that no other popular fictional character does but Spider-Man. Yep, he's the really only cool one. Stretchy slingshot. <laughs> the only one. And. Um, uh, yeah, but what were you about to say about that? I was uh... going to say uh, the other big new traversal upgrade that Spider-Man 2 gives us is the web wings. The web wings. I'm going to be real. When I first saw it, I was like, that's dumb. I, I don't <laughs> myself doing that. You know what? It's pretty great. I, I'm so you do it all the time. It's so fun. Because well, if it was just the map from the first game, I'd be like, when you have buildings below you, Typically, you can always either zip to point or web zip, and it, it doesn't really break anything. Yeah, it's going to be but about as quick. There's there's a lot more spaces where you can be so high up, and there's so many low-level buildings, or you're even just over water, that it's mm-hmm. genuinely like, yeah, you're going to want to be able to glide for a while here. Um, and even in the old sections of the map, I now find myself, like, a lot of times, I'll do a swing from between two really tall buildings and I'll see a section of lower buildings and I'll be like, instead of waiting for myself to get within range to web zip, I'll just immediately go into web wings and glide over them and go farther, faster Mm. and um, higher, faster, further, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, And uh, yeah, it's great. I, I I was a hater for no reason. Yeah, that's one of my favorite new features. And they give you, like, there's, like, certain parts of Manhattan where there's, like, air currents that kind yeah, of provide oh, you, like, so satisfying. like, a little wind tunnel between buildings. And if you, get, if you catch that draft, you can just ride, and it goes real fast on the web wings. It's, it's so satisfying. I there's, love this game. <laughs> there's another traversal move that I similarly thought was going to be fucking useless. And, um, yeah. It wasn't nearly as useful, but it was fun, and I do appreciate that they put it in. It's the loop-de-loop. The loop-de-loop is so fun! It's very fun. It saves you zero time, because the amount of time it takes to do the wind-up... Yeah, it's a, it's a long wind-up for the loop-de-loop. <laughs> but it's it looks so, so much fun. It, it just... It, and there's, like, a little bit of haptic feedback on the controller, so you can, like, feel the wind pressure, like, shaking you a little bit, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that feels good. Um... Uh, now that I have a PS5, I gotta say something I haven't mentioned um, with my actual voice anywhere yet. Um, yeah, adaptive triggers are fucking crazy. They're uh, so cool. Yeah, and this game uh, makes good use of them. 
the the first game that I really noticed them for was Cyberpunk, actually, because when you're driving in a car, um, it literally like has different sections depending on what gear you're driving in. Yeah. Um, like it, you can just force the trigger all the way down, but like if you're in first gear, it, it's easiest to like only press it down a little bit and second gear you press it down a little bit more and then third gear you press it down a little bit more i'm like that's fucking wild that they've developed the technology so that there's like active resistance yeah against your button presses um i i kind of love it it's something i would have never thought of if if you put me in a sony boardroom <laughs> it was like how would you improve the controllers that would I be the last never, thing i'd come up yeah, with i never fucking think of that <laughs> It's awesome. The PS5, and this game really makes use of what the PS5 is capable of. I think that's awesome. It does. Oh my god. You know what? I really love um, how fucking fast it loads different sections of the city. Like, oh yeah. There's there's like no loading screens in this game. There's no loading screens. Like If you, if you, you fast travel... Game, <laughs> yeah, uh, when, when you fast travel, you're just immediately there. You don't have to watch Spider-Man on the subway for 10 seconds. And it's an awesome way they do it because usually in like the previous game, even if you turn off the like the the like subway cutscene, which you can, and in Miles Morales, you it's even better because it's a little bit faster. And it's but it's like it's still like screen goes black, count of five, and then suddenly it stops being black. And um and now you're in the new place. And yeah. you're just sitting on a building on the new place. But now it like you click a place on the map and the map like zooms in, becomes 3D, then becomes the buildings. And then you immediately have Spider-Man swinging through wherever you just pointed. <laughs> yeah. like, that's awesome. And it feels a lot more like he just got there because he's in mid motion. Yeah. Um, versus like he had a had a coma, like blacked out for a little bit and then woke up. <laughs> Like yeah, in a new spot. Um, Although uh, speaking which... of the uh, the blacked out for a bit, um, I also love that whenever you um, whenever you switch Spider Mans, it they'll be doing something. They're just minding their own business. Like sometimes if you switch to like Miles, he's like in the middle of taking a selfie with someone, and and then it gives you control of Miles. And my favorite one is that you switch to Peter and occasionally he'll be like nodding off on a rooftop and he's like kind of got his head down and he kind of, well. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were going to mention that sometimes you catch him in the middle of juggling. Oh yeah, that too. <laughs> That's hilarious. I was like, Peter, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like, Why are you doing that? <laughs> Why? Juggling of all the things. Are it's you at, like, a so carny? fun. Um, it's so fun. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, another uh, like UI thing I want to mention uh, that's relatively non-spoiler is that again you get the black suit in this game. When you are wearing any variation of the black suit, your UI changes uh, from um, well, what's all his HUD shit? It's yellow, right? The what? His HUD shit, like his uh, his icons and stuff. It's all yellow normally, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Well, it turns into like a dark blue. Uh, when he's wearing the black suit. Um, and I think oh. that's really cool. Um, that is cool. And 
Oh yeah, that reminds me. There's ultimate attacks in this game. <laughs> so okay, I'm a huge um uh Dragon Ball Raging Blast fan. It was one of my Dragon Ball Raging Blast 2 is one of my most played games of all time. I played it to the point where it's now unplayable because the disc is mildly see-through on the silver side because I guess I just I kept heating it up in the system so much. Mm-hmm. Um and um what I always loved is that in those games, you could customize your super attacks a little bit, but you would always have, like, if you press in, or uh, if you tilt the right stick in one of the four cardinal directions, you'll do one of four different super attacks. And then if you press the right stick in, you'll do an ultimate attack. So it's like yeah. five moves. It's a very similar thing here where it's like L1 and square, triangle, circle, X are your four, like, abilities. But then if you press in both the sticks, you'll do like an ultimate ability. And for Miles, it's a Mega Venom Blast, which is just a big old fucking... He just like explodes with electricity and it damages everyone in the immediate area. And it's really mm-hmm. cool. Um, and for Peter, he goes fucking Hulkamania. He does the Symbiote Surge, which um, basically like you, your controller starts whispering to you. It's extremely eerie. Yeah. Um, and and the edges of the screen get fuzzy with like that that again dark blue coloration. Yeah. And Peter his combos become like he does a normal hit on an enemy once and then the second hit is immediately a takedown. Yeah. Um for for like the normal level enemies. And And you're like immune to damage. Yeah, he's going fucking ballistic for a while. It's crazy. It's so awesome. But between like the edges of your vision becoming blurry and again you hearing these like eldritch whispers. Yeah. Um, it's creepy. It, it definitely makes you feel like I'm gaining power, but what's the cost here? Yeah, I'm gaining power from some ancient terrible source that is doing terrible things to me. It, that's another thing too, is I keep trying to impress upon my friend's kid because he's like, the black suit is so cool, I never want to take it off. And I'm like trying to sow the seeds of like, but it keeps making him angrier. Maybe he shouldn't be wearing the suit so much. Yeah. He hasn't, he hasn't reached like the point of the game where it like really becomes an issue yet, but I'm I'm trying to make him see like, he's only like six. Yeah. Uh, like, he's, he's not, you know, media literacy. He, isn't he's exactly not thinking. Think, yeah. I was about to say exactly media literacy that it's like, he's not thinking through, the like moral and emotional implications of a story he sees cooler stronger spider-man and that's all that's all he needs now some people never grow out of that (laughs) i think superman should kill because it makes more sense and it's way cooler look how cool it looks yeah yeah he's wearing a black suit um (laughs) so um Wow, who would have thought there's parallels between Superman and Spider-Man? <laughs> the, the two most popular red and blue wearing uh, superheroes. So, yep. Well, I guess he's not the most popular DC superhero, but you get what I mean. Um, the, their flagship. The, anyway, the point is... Yeah. Uh, what, what, oh, and another big thing is he hasn't actually watched a Spider-Man cartoon because he's got some of the most extreme ADHD I've ever seen. Um, oh, yeah, I've been there. Like with, that, I can relate to anything prior to this game because this is the game that I've seen him stay sitting with 
the longest, he'll stay sitting and play it for like 45 minutes before saying he's done. But yeah. like a lot of times he would come down and be like, I want to play this game. And we'd play for five minutes and he'd be like, okay, I'm done. And I'm like, child, yep. what? <laughs> I tried to get him to start watching Ben 10 and he couldn't even make it halfway through the episode before he wanted to leave. Oh, no. I'm like, that's a shame because <laughs> I really think this is a show you'd like. Yep. Um, yeah, so I'm sure if he had like seen Spectacular Spider-Man or something, it'd be easier for him to envision it. But because he, he has no prior experience with the black suit, he's only got my word. And I mean, who the fuck am I? I'm only someone who's enjoyed the character for like 30 years. Yep. Um, <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I'm sure we'll get there. I'm sure, he, I'm sure he'll see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a kid. Um, but, oh gosh, I guess. Okay. I'm like, I'm like antsy to get to like the big spoiler thing. So let's do like a quick, like non-spoiler of the story. Um, I, well, I I have one last um, oh sure yeah play thing that yeah, I yeah, want to yeah. say uh, that's non spoiler. Um, here's the complaint. Here it is. It's the complaint. Oh, I'm excited of the game. Yeah. Um, it's not as polished as the first two. Okay. Uh, they when I played that first Spider-Man game, I saw I think not a one glitch. Like I don't think i had any issues yeah i'm thinking and, that's um, probably just a symptom of games getting too ambitiously big upon release now because like i'm sure if you come back and play it in a month all most of the problems will be gone but it's yeah now if anyone who's heard me talk about cyberpunk is listening then you'll already know i'm not one of these fucking diaper baby ass bitch ass modern gamers that's like Oh my god, um, uh, this isn't a perfectly made game. Literally unplayable. Shut the fuck up, you losers. You didn't have to live through the NES era. <laughs> um, uh, you didn't live through the N64. You didn't live through... When, when glitches were a plenty. Um, uh, like the PS1 era. Like, this is a different time. You are so fucking privileged and you don't even know it. Um, also, just speaking, this is just super off topic. Welcome to ADHD. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about it earlier. Um, but uh, uh, since you were talking about people being uh, privileged, um, this is the first video game I've actually played any substantial amount in 60 FPS. I yeah. pretty much always just leave the defaults, which are usually 30, and some games can't go above 30. But I remember that when Gotham Knights was coming out, everyone was super pissed off that it was going to be at 30. And everyone was like, it's going to ruin the combat. I can't oh see. I can't God. see. I can't. I don't know how to react quick enough if it's at 30 because I'm missing all these fucking frames. And it's Holy like, you, you, so you, child. <laughs> you, just, you, I think you're just not. I just think you don't have good reaction time that, if you require 60 FPS to know what's going on. I want to tell you that the average person can't even perceive past uh, uh, 30 FPS with any reasonable difference. <laughs> like, there's a reason movies play at 30 FPS. Yeah, it's because like that's all you really need. Yeah, like you can do your motion smoothing and replicate a 60 FPS thing, but it's what's the point? Uh, um, a lot of times it makes 
things feel gross and going at a weird speed anyway. Um, yeah, I do like the way this game looks in 60, but I'm like... Eh, well, yeah, because it, it was actually made for that. Um, yeah. But even then, I don't find it necessary. Yeah, I don't need it. I, um, played, I played half the game without noticing that I had the option to turn it to 60. <laughs> and then I flipped it over and I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> um, but I want to, I want to say what I was going to say is yeah, that yeah. Um, I, I'm not some, I think a lot of glitches in video games actually enhance experience. I think some of them are really fucking funny. And um, yeah, like if you, if you play the exact same game as somebody else, then uh, you can talk about some of the things that you liked, but, it's the glitches that make you have a unique experience. It, yeah, it's those are the hilarious. stories where you're like, I dropped a cheese wheel in front of this car, and then he suddenly rocketed through the roof into the moon, and uh, <laughs> and the other person is like, that sounds fucking hilarious. That didn't happen to me, but instead, I had this person who like phased halfway through the door and was just going like, ah, ooh, e, hello, citizen, ah, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> And um, I'm sure I'm sure the game that I'm talking about is very apparent to anybody who knows. That's funny. <laughs> but, um, uh, Bethesda, keep on keeping on. Uh, but uh, I just discovered that I ate some malt. Cool. Well, now you're venom, <laughs> <laughs> or at least poisoned. Yes. Um, I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> that that's gonna be a an issue later uh yes i'm sure for the bathroom yes but uh what was oh oh glitches uh now the glitches i find less acceptable are the ones that are really actually fucking annoying to deal with soft locks yeah let me spin you a web real quick um Mm -hmm. yeah i got a soft lock it pissed me off oh did i already tell you about mine Oh, you, you haven't yet. We've we haven't discussed this game other than like loosely the themes of the story. Okay. Oh god, I'm gonna have so much to say about that. Oh, uh, we're but... gonna have this is gonna be a long episode, <laughs> folks. Buckle up. But uh, I also want to point out, I literally just talked about this game last week. Yeah, <laughs> Margo. I haven't. Was that was it was it like an episode that's the game like about the game or was it um, uh, in, the, in the in the uh, in the guise of it, a character discussion? I'm gonna call it Spider Man Insomniac. Okay, yeah. So you kind I'm of talked about, about that specific iteration. So you kind of talked about the the previous game and stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. We we talked about um Spider Man One okay. and Miles Morales as well. Cool. So this one gets more into the specific details of the game. Game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's assuming that you at least know the details of the first two games, but um, yeah, yeah. So my soft lock was um okay. An admittedly fun little addition that they added to some of the random street crimes in this game is that every once in a while, uh, there will be a victim of the street crimes. They'll be hurt, and you gotta pick them up and swing them to a nearby ambulance. They're always like 800 meters or less away. Um, And you swing them over there. Uh, It locks you out of like your web wings and stuff like that, but it's not really that much of a pain. You get them there, Mm. you put them on the gurney. Like you hit the little triangle button. Yeah, because it's never more than like four hundred meters, and it's oh, I, I got one that was like eight hundred meters away. Oh, weird. Well, I've never um, had that. And they go, "Bless you, Spider Man." My boyfriend's um, your biggest fan. In yeah. one case, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, that's another thing I have to talk about later. Is the, a fucking argument I got into over about wokeism video game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but um, 
uh, I probably don't actually need to get into it. You already know it's the same shit as before. Somebody was like, "It's bad that gay people exist," and I'm like, "It's New York City. It's fine fuck. that gay people exist, actually." And they were upset. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. That's the long and short of it. But um, I, I saw someone complain that. Well, never mind. It's a. It's it's loosely a spoiler. We'll get into it later. Go, go ahead. But um, <laughs> so there was one instance where I fought some guys. Injured civilian appeared. I grabbed them and I started swinging them to the ambulance. And I have to assume I got to that spot faster than the game anticipated mm. because as I was coming in, I suppose the EMT, the, the actual like guy mm. spawned in and he spawned in on top of the gurney. So he is literally standing <laughs> on the gurney. <laughs> and I'm like, haha, that's funny. Um, Where do I put this guy? But the, yeah, the legitimately, I landed in front of the gurney, and like the circle was there, but the triangle wasn't in it, and that's like a thing. Oh, no. It's like you need to reposition yourself slightly. But because he's standing on the gurney, I literally could not put this guy on the gurney. So and you gotta like, you gotta do a restart from last. I, I'm like, well, though. that's annoying, and so then I start just swing away, and I'm like, eventually. It will just despawn this guy and be like, you you failed to complete the street crime, right? Nope. <laughs> this guy stayed in my arms, and not only could I not despawn him so I could get access to my web wings and shit like that again, not only could I not push the guy off of the gurney because you're not allowed to attack civilians, yeah. but because I was still in the final stage of the street crime, I couldn't start another mission. Yeah. And I couldn't locked. fast travel, so I literally had to close the game and reopen it. And I'm like, "Yeah, that's rough." I had so I had two crashes throughout I had a few crashes my as well. Yeah, throughout my, I think I've made it to like. Actually, let me look. I can see. I'm gonna go look at how long. How long have I played? Uh, I hope my microphone didn't pick me up farting just now because I I just realized that like <laughs> I don't think so. Noise. Okay. Um, 43 hours I've put in and uh, two crashes. So that's actually a, that's a fine ratio. I'm okay with that for a new game. Um, but I did also get a soft lock at, and I won't state exactly where until we get to spoilers, but there's a point where there's like an on-screen tutorial. You get a new thing and it's like, press this button to do the new thing. And, and I tried and it wouldn't take the input. And I was like, well, that's the only button I'm allowed to push right now because it's a freeze screen tutorial. And yeah. I started I started panicking because I shut the game off and powered it back up. And it's and it started me right back there at the frozen screen and still wouldn't take the input. I started panicking. And so, but I finally managed to pause it and do restart from last checkpoint, and that backed it up like four seconds before the freeze screen and then I was able to get through and I was like oh thank god I was so afraid that I was gonna have to like buy a new copy of the game or some shit to finish the game oh okay hold on you, you wouldn't have had to do all that like... I'd have probably had to delete like some memory of like the last like 20 minutes of memory or something of yeah, whatever like, either that or just like uh, load from your last manual save, which I mean, good luck. Uh, well, no, I think you can load from auto saves too. 
Okay, yeah, that probably would have been what I'd had to do next. Yeah, but um, um, but I was starting to like really panic about how screwed this soft block was. But then it, it was fine. Um, yeah. Um, look, I, I'm not saying that these glitches make the game really unplayable. Uh, I, I'm saying that for how polished the past couple games have been, it's a little bit surprising to me that they didn't give the same level of polish with this game. And Also, there is one annoying glitch that I keep encountering in the post-game where a crime will appear, and when I get about 100 meters from it, it disappears just over and over and over. And this will happen like 12 times in a row, and then finally something will appear. I will say, with all of this stuff in mind, that I cannot in good conscience say that this is a 10 out of 10 game. Um, That's probably fair. I think I care little enough about that that I am going to call it a 10 out of 10 game. Oh, uh, man. I'm I'm like... I Because it's one of those things where it's like, I know you're capable of doing better. You literally did better the first two times. Mm-hmm. And um, that this might be a case of like, you know, corporate interference. I'm sure it is. But at the same time, I would have rather you guys delayed the game a month or two. Um, because that, again... I am by no means a traditionalist in any sense of the word, but mm-hmm. this is where my older gamer side starts to come out where mm-hmm. I go, I kind of miss the days where there weren't patches because the the game you put out on shelves was the game that you put out. And in, in unless you made an updated version later, like a game of the year edition or like an expansion pack uh, extra thing or whatever, mm-hmm. like, there was no way to improve the quality of the game once it hit shelves. So, so people had a lot more incentive of if the game was half finished, you fucking push that release date back. And <laughs> now they go, Oh, it's half finished. Ah, it's fine. We'll patch it out later. Release it. And yeah, that's fair. The experience worse upon um, first play. And it, it might not be part of the story, but the this these glitches like when i have to restart my game or um when my game crashed or whatever it does impact my gameplay and that is part of the game and uh yeah. you know especially as a grown man with grown man shit to do you know ignore the fact that i'm unemployed just ignore that right now um <laughs> uh, my my time is fairly precious and so if i'm like i i had to lose like five or ten minutes because of this stupid shit that you could have you could have made not exist in this game and i'm like okay that's a little frustrating so yeah i do need to tell you about my favorite glitch that happened okay. which which was at some point after i'd been playing for a long time with without like turning off the ps5 or anything um it it like not for every suit but for some suits forgot you uh, yeah, gave me the white cube <laughs> and forgot to render Miles. Only happened to Miles, uh, which means the glitch was racist. But um, <laughs> they turned but, the black guy into a white cube. <laughs> but my favorite white was I. I immediately switched to because I was like, oh, "Please let this work." I think I've got an idea. Please let this work. And I switched to the suit. This is a minor spoiler for the last game, but not for this one, the Miles game. Is there's a is there's a suit that you get where you've got a backpack with a <laughs> cat, suit. yeah, with a bodega cat wearing a Spider-Man mask in the backpack. 
And if you if you I trigger the right. glitch, he's if not tr- just wearing a Spider-Man mask. He is Spider-Man. Like that's true. He is also Spider-Man. Uh, um, for those of you who don't know, his name is literally Spider-Man. His own. Yes. <laughs> um, and if you it, during this glitch, if you put that suit on, it forgets to render Miles, but it did render the backpack <laughs> with the cat. <laughs> So I got to have the spider cat in his little backpack swinging around New York, and it was so fun. <laughs> okay, that does sound amazing. Like I was having a great time, <laughs> and I was like, "This is." See, that's what I'm talking about. Sometimes glitches make things better. <laughs> I was like, "This is outrageously fun." I get to have a floating spider cat in a backpack flying around New York. I will say, um, on my got- wings. I got the white, uh, the white cube thing for some yeah. stuff as well. It's not exclusive to just Miles. Oh, okay, um, good. I'm glad to and, know the glitch isn't racist. And and sometimes it, it is kind of annoying for me because I'm like, I just spent a bunch of stuff, a bunch of my in-game currency on um, on getting this one particular suit. Now I can't wear it until I like refresh the game. Yeah, um, that's that's true. That's annoying. Um, let's do let's do non-spoiler story. Uh, yeah. real quick um, beautiful yeah just, just awesome um, <laughs> I don't think it actively brought me to tears the way that the first game did. no the first game and the Miles game just wrecked me emotionally in a way that this one did not I don't know if the Miles game did for me you either. know what that's true the, the main story of the Miles game didn't wreck me it was a side quest it was the it was his birthday scavenger hunt or christmas sca- i don't remember what it was it was a scavenger hunt that his dad set up for him oh, and he's yeah. going around and that but i got to the end of that one and it broke me but uh and actually there were some side missions that broke me in this too but no, the main story didn't you know what i think there was a side mission that might have made me cry in this yeah okay so uh, yeah well i guess we I'm should gonna... probably wait for spoilers for it i mean but... it's it's not it really has nothing to do with the story of the game um that's true okay well I'll, we'll spoil I'll, a side mission here i'll say this real quick um and, and again this is like if, if you really give that much of a shit you just skip ahead a minute or two but um yeah like it, anyone who played the first two games there's this homeless man named howard howard and um he has uh, a flock of pigeons that his uh, his uh, dearly departed wife used to take care of, and mm-hmm. um, in the first game, you you swing around as Peter and you're collecting the pigeons for Howard. And in the second game, I can't remember what you do, but um, Miles gets to meet Howard and talk to him. Mm-hmm. And in this game, Howard is like talking about going on a vacation or something, and he's like looking out. He at, specifically like, this... says adventure. Yeah, adventure. <laughs> that's it. Thank you. And. Um, uh, he asks you to uh, find a new home for these birds. And um, I played it as Miles. Um, oh, I played it as Peter. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I just happened to be Miles at the time when I accepted it. And I didn't yeah. understand the gravity of it. Otherwise, I might have been Peter. But um, oh, man, yeah, he, he flies. He's like, oh, yeah, Pete's place in Queens um, has like an area where birds would probably like to be. And as you're heading to Queens, um, uh, Howard calls you on the phone and is like, um, is like saying some cryptic goodbye sort of thing, basically. Like, yeah, I'm, and, I'm gonna and, leave and we're like, adventure. Uh, Howard, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> are you and, okay? And by the time you get back to the spot after dropping off the birds at their new place, 
there's like an ambulance there and uh they're calling his time of death so like he was like about to die when and, and just knew that the, the birds needed a new home and i'm just like the i ugly cried like that this was like the the most i think this hit me worse than ma in the first game oh, like i, I don't know say that but i don't know what it was in that moment like yeah as as emotional resonance that was bigger but like for some reason i just like broke down i don't know if i've just been going through some stuff or if i was just ready to to cry but and, um, it just, I mean, it, it's also it got like, me, man. It's a very different thing because he was very at peace and he was excited to go on a new adventure with his wife. Yeah, and, and it was really beautiful. Um, but yeah, uh, for me, it's always got to be the Aunt May death because I guess she looks so much like my mom, dude. Like, you know, um, oh maybe, wow, maybe I'll actually send you a picture of my mom because I believe I have a picture around here and and you can compare it to the Aunt May model face. And it's like, it's not like a one for one thing or anything, but like. This Aunt May looks infinitely more like my mom than any other iteration of Aunt May I've ever seen. <laughs> um, and so, like, uh, seeing her on her deathbed, I'm always just like, ah! Yeah, that'll, that'll do it. Um, um, yeah, so, uh, the, the, what, I, I guess we can mention, like, the, the first mission, because Sandman was in, like, the last trailer. I, uh, was Sandman in any trailer other than the one that came out like literal days before the game came out? I don't think so. Like um, I, I was completely shocked that like when that trailer came out, I was like, Sandman, what the fuck? And then the game came out. I'm like, he's the first thing. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah. Oh, I guess, I guess before we get into like full story spoilers, you should say the the thing that you were talking about, the theme of the game. Oh, okay. It's um, yeah. so cool. I know it was <laughs> Okay. And I well, remember the... reading reading it and I was like, that's really that's really profound. I like that. Oh, uh, you're you're talking about what I posted in like my uh my channel. Yeah. For... yeah. Okay. Um yeah, let me actually pull that up just so I have my notes. Uh <laughs> yeah. Because for... it was it's... it was really well put. Oh ba 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 okay oh yeah here we go i I got all the uh spoiler section stuff um okay so one thing i've come to understand uh about this game is while i might struggle to pinpoint themes for the first two games if i had to uh i guess I, i would i would say that maybe the first game deals with themes of loss and personal responsibility which is like very very standard spider-man fare um and then the second game is probably like self-identity self-acceptance um yeah uh and as well as reconciling your your past with your future especially in terms of friendships this is a game about anger anger is absolutely what i would call the central pillar theme of this game um uh even out of love anger can be born anger can empower you anger can corrupt you and make you into the very thing that you hated and made you angry in the first place and um the figures of this theme are very clearly presented uh we mentioned that craven is uh, like a big villain in this game and he is hunting 
all kinds of superpowered beings, and as a result, putting many of P- Peter's loved ones in danger. And so Peter's anger at Craven is a big one. Um, Martin Lee makes a reappearance in this game, and again, Miles blames him for the death of his father because his father died in the city hall bombing in the yeah. first game. So Miles' anger towards Lee threatens to corrupt him. Um, uh, th- there's a couple more characters that have their own uh, issues with anger, but I'll save that more for the spoiler section. Um, but yeah. um, I-, I will say what's very interesting is that there is a character in the game that is sort of the physical embodiment of succumbing to your anger and through a couple of other characters learning to let go of their anger they actually create a counter they, they create a situation yeah where that <laughs> that's character, a good way to put it they, they create a situation where that character who is the embodiment of losing yourself to your anger can be beaten so it is literally the force of yeah, letting not, go of anger is the only way out yeah, of, of this of this conflict. of this corruption um this corrupted influence and um the the game uh, again where my big personal thing in the first game especially since it was a game largely about dealing with loss was that aunt may reminded me so much of my mom who i lost um anyone who has ever heard me for like more than five seconds knows I have a deeply personal connection to anger. Um, Mm -hmm. Growing up... Hold on. (laughs) Uh, Nope. Stupid fucking download thing on my phone. Um, (laughs) I was like, is it here? Is it here? It it was definitely one of those things that's like, get wordplay or whatever on your fucking phone. Shut up. Um, but, uh, as a child, uh, again, autistic, um, not always in the best situation, uh, bullied, manipulated. I was angry at the world and I was always lashing out and fighting people. And, um, I was strong. I was very strong as a kid. I've always been much stronger than I appear. I was always able to fight off people years older than me um even to the point where as like a a shitty spindly teenager i could still fight a lot of adults (laughs) um and my anger is something that took me that far because like my physical strength is one thing but it was the fact that i was ruthless and i i i once heard somebody like a professional fighter um, I think it was like a, a professional boxer actually it was like, I fear a crazy man far more than I fear a strong man because <laughs> mm-hmm. a strong man has restraint and, uh, you have no clue what a crazy man will do. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and, and I, that's where a lot of my strength was coming from is that I would just go completely berserk and I would in that moment i would live for nothing but to hurt the other person and Mm -hmm. as a kid i was like i'm so fucking strong i'm untouchable i can do whatever i want and then as i got older i realized more and more that i had no friends (laughs) um (laughs) i mean i had a couple um but people 
didn't like me because I was so unapproachable and I was always so mean and cruel and um, it was really adversely affecting my life. And I had to eventually learn to make a choice that I want to try and be one of these people living through uh, ruling with an iron fist through fear <laughs> and, and roll the dice on that. Or did I want to try and have true personal connections with other people? Because in order to, in order to get that second one, I had to learn to start letting go of my anger more to to control it. Um, one of the big recent games that actually came out at the same time as the Spider-Man game mm-hmm. that also dealt with the theme was the new God of War game from 2018. Yeah, um, and in that game, Kratos says, "You know, yeah, I used to be so empowered by my anger, but I was also a slave to it. You know, any animal can be angry, but a man." learns when to use that anger and when to control it Hmm. and um that was a journey i had to go on was learning to hold my anger and manage it in other ways let it out when necessary but don't just let it out all the time and my life is much better i am much better i am a better person because I don't let my anger ruin other people who don't deserve it. Um, I don't lash out at everyone the way I used to. And I think as much younger adults or even just old teenagers in the case of Miles, a lot of the characters in this game are having to learn that lesson with much higher stakes in play. (laughs) Yes. Um, and there you go. That's that's my big thing to say on the themes before we get into spoilers. Yeah, let's go all in on it. Okay. Um, so then with the spoilers added in, um, Harry's anger at feeling abandoned by Peter um, and seeing his life's work and ambition ruined and then almost kind of ignored and sidelined by people who he thought appreciated that dream peter and his father uh winds up turning him into venom and the big one that surprised me martin lee himself because yeah it was shocking that he was folded into the into this theme of anger here yeah because he there's a part where there's there's they think that they've gotten all the symbiote off peter but they're fighting Venom in this army of symbiotes and Peter starts like having a seizure because it turns out there's a small piece of the symbiote still inside of him and it's trying to connect him to the hive mind. And so Lee is like, I can use my power where I like psychically delve into someone's mind to corrupt them to like try and get rid of that symbiote that's in him. And um, Miles is like, I am not letting you go into my friend's mind by yourself. Yeah. Like, Fine, you'll come with me. And while they're in there, like time has stopped. So they wind up having a conversation where Martin Lee admits, he's like, look, Osborne killed both of my parents. As a result, I hated him. I was angry at him. I wanted to make him pay. And in that anger, I killed Peter's aunt and I killed your father. And I wanted to hurt a man who killed two parents. And in the result, I became a man who killed two parents. I became yeah. exactly what I hated and I'll have to deal with that for the rest of my life. Um, I don't 
want to be that person anymore. Um, and Miles goes, well, I can never forgive you. But maybe at the very least, I can't hold on to this hatred for you forever either. Because there's points in the story where Miles almost lets civilians die because he's yeah. focused on Lee uh on getting lee in fact he almost lets lee drown to death the first time he sees him very nearly um in fact he might have done so because somebody yeah. else pulled him out of the water yeah we have he... no idea yeah it's not like miles comes to his senses and falls him out we don't know if we don't miles know if he would have let him drown or not um it's left ambiguous and that's some dark shit um so miles goes okay i'm recognizing that this anger i'm holding on to you uh, on to from you is is ruining me it's changing me into someone i don't want to be so i won't hold on to my hatred for you i'm going to give you the chance to start making up for the shit that you've done yeah and lee is like that's all i ask for and through both of them letting go of their anger they they work together they pool their energy and they do something so simple so obvious and i'm yeah. i'm a little mad at myself that i never thought of it but yeah. I'm also very grateful that I never thought of it because it is so simple and it's so beautiful. There's a piece of the normal symbiote inside of Peter. What does that do? It gives him a black suit with a white spider. Mr. Negative is here and he yeah. makes the colors negative. What yeah. does that mean? Peter now has the ability to generate a white suit with a black spider. He literally turns him into anti-venom. Yeah, that's very cool. I was blown away by that. I didn't it's, see it coming at all. Like, it should have been obvious, but I didn't think of it. And it's amazing because it's so. I don't know if they wrote that in as like a thing before making the first game, or if they thought of it for this game. But either way, it's it's genius. It's genius. Yeah. It's it's amazing because Anti Venom literally is a being that. <laughs> His entire thing is, I do extra damage. I do plus 10% damage against symbiotes or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and so it, it's like, yeah, obviously in a game where the final villains are all symbiotes, having an anti-venom suit makes sense. Oh, yeah. Uh, from a narrative and a gameplay perspective. But it's literally just a negative palette swap of Venom. So having Mr. Negative help create it and having it cr him create it through the narrative decision of him and Miles personifying the force of letting go of your anger mm -hmm. to create the weapon that fights the personification of being corrupted by your anger it's it's it works on every level gameplay yeah. and narrative and character development is a flawlessly well-written bit of gaming history i think there um like uh, like i don't make i can't say this is a 10 out of 10 game but that is 10 out of 10 writing yeah that's sure. 11 out of 10. <laughs> For sure. It absolutely is. Yeah. Um, and I think I, I had wanted to talk a little bit about um, how cool... Uh, firstly, I, Yuri Lowenthal, man, is ridiculous in this game. Oh, yeah. Because, because he goes all in on the Venom rage. Yeah. When he's got the it's, symbiote suit. It's really interesting because like, I never noticed it until post-game, but there is technically two different main black suits he wears. There's black Yes, suit. I noticed it when it happened. Uh, there's a point in the game 
Yeah, so when you first get the black suit, it's got the kind of crisp, vaguely armory-looking look. It's still got the weird kind of liquid overlay, but it kind of looks like armor. And it's got more or less the Insomniac Spider logo. Uh, I think they've changed the direction of some of the legs, but like it's, it's mostly a crisp it, it white sideways. symbol. It goes more sideways like the classic Venom symbol. Okay, yeah. Okay. And then, and then as you get further in and Peter gets angrier at what's going on, then at some point you suddenly notice that the suit is like veiny and more like if you zoom in on it, you can see that it's like moving and the spider has become very deformed and creepy and more yeah, alien Yeah, they're all looking. going in like diagonal directions now. The yeah, are. and it... And it becomes a very creepy, gross-looking suit instead of a cool new black armor that he's wearing. It becomes and, called the symbiote suit, and I would like to point out that thanks to my friend's kid playing the game so I get to see the game a mm-hmm. second time, now with mm-hmm. eyes, knowing that there's two different suits, I now know the turning point is when he touches the meteorite fragment for the first time. Oh, at, okay. After fighting the lizard. That's cool. Um, mm-hmm. That's a good way to do it. It's it, man, it, that was so cool. I just suddenly noticed it, like as I was swinging around. I suddenly was like, "It didn't look like that earlier." I don't think. <laughs> and I was looking at it I'm like, "That's creepy." <laughs> and what's funny is that during the section of the story, when he's got the black suit, um, he's still talking more or less like normal Peter. Um, yeah, he's starting to after... say things that are a little bit more out of character, but he's more or less talking like himself. But it's after it becomes the symbiote suit that whenever you get into a random crime or any kind of fight or whatever, rage. He starts he starts saying shit like, You're weak, you deserve this, or whatever. Yeah, my favorite is like when you're doing like the car chases early on, he'll be like, Hey, nice ride. Is that a uh who am I kidding? I don't know anything about cars <laughs> while he's like swinging around. But then when you're in the symbiote, he just goes, No one gets away. Mm-hmm. He's just like just screaming angry at everything. And he's like he's not doing quips. He's just mad. And you know what's really funny is that I'm obviously not a complete fucking ignoramus when it comes to Venom or the Spider-Man stories or anything. So like yeah. I knew what this story was going to be. Like it's not like I've never seen the symbiote arc for Peter before. Yeah. Um and yet it's still done so well. I remember there was a moment where I shifted uncomfortably in my chair. Um, <laughs> and it's it's actually when he he sh- turns into the symbiote suit. Again, I, <clears throat> I don't have an eye for detail like that, man. I didn't know mm-hmm. there were two different suits yeah. until post-game where you get all of the suits, including the like one specifically locked to certain sections of the story. And then I mm-hmm. saw there was black suit and symbiote suit. I was like, oh, there's two. I didn't Yeah, know. they did it. They did um, it again. Um it's it's right after he gets the symbiote suit and dr connors is like oh man yeah we we need to get it to uh oscorp so we can destroy it and then peter speaks and he sounds almost hurt he's like you want to destroy us and then you see like man like connors like stops and he like slow turns to peter and he looks super concerned i forgot about that and when he said you want to destroy us i was just like Oh, oh no. No. One of my one of my favorite moments is Peter kind of reasoning through with terrible logic 
um, when there's a there's a bit. Hello, Ezekiel. The dog wanted attention. Um, <laughs> there's a bit where. Um, oh gosh, what what was it? So so for those who don't know, the 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 way the symbiote comes into play in the story is that Harry is dying of some genetic disease, and he's they've apparently been using the symbiote to cure him. So that's the only reason he's not dying. So when the symbiote transfers to Peter, Harry is lost the one thing that's keeping him alive. And there's a bit where oh, yeah. someone, I can't remember whether it's Harry who calls him or MJ calls him, someone calls him and is like, hey, like, glad you're alive. Uh, don't you think you should probably go try to figure out how to give it back to Harry now because he's going to die? And, and Peter is like, oh, yeah, yeah, and he hangs up. And then he's talking to himself and he's like, and he's basically reasoning through that it's like, well, Harry would live, but I wouldn't be as good of a Spider-Man. The suit makes yeah. me a better Spider-Man. A better Spider-Man means a safer world and a safer New York. Like, that's worth Harry, is basically his reasoning. He's like, yeah, I can let Harry die because it makes me better. And I'm better at saving more people. So it's an acceptable trade if we trade Harry's life for all the lives I can save as yeah, the black-suited a- Spider-Man. I'm like, that's so fucked up when he's doing that, that, that reasoning in his head. You want to know uh, one of the reasons why, and don't worry, I am going somewhere with this. This isn't just a okay. Um, uh, one of the reasons why Spectacular Spider-Man is mm. still to this day my favorite cartoon for Spider-Man. Okay. It positions the antithesis of the symbiote as uncle ben because i feel like that's some shit you would hear spider-man say if he was the menace that jonah paints him to be if he never yeah that's true great power with great comes great responsibility because it's legitimately like the sort of thing where like uh, there, there's more than once in the story where spider-man is given a tough choice and he's like should i sacrifice this one person for for the guaranteed safety of like hundreds or millions. And he would always go back to uncle Ben's words at that point and be like, no, based, based on the life that I've chosen to live, I have to try and save that one person as well. Yeah. Um, and, and the fact that he's like, yeah, I would sacrifice one person to save a whole bunch of other people. Mm-hmm. just makes me think of like, it's just that, antithetical to the yeah, whole idea, which is great. Cause it, again, in spectacular Spider-Man, like it's also, I just realized like, antithetical. Sorry. I'll, I'll let you finish that in a moment. I just realized from you saying that, that it's also antithetical to May's catchphrase that they keep referencing throughout mm-hmm. the whole movie. If you help someone, you help everyone <laughs> game. Damn it. <laughs> it's, it, it feels like a movie. It is, it's yeah. a movie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, go go ahead. Um, Spectacular Spider-Man. Uh, I, I was just gonna say because um because in the the symbiote arc uh, of that show um it, the episode where it culminates in Peter finally getting the suit off is that um they're in his mind. It's all black and white, and the black suit Spider-Man appears as like the devil on his shoulder, and is like, you see. You know, all these people, they hurt you and they don't appreciate you. And, you know, it's fine that you want to, like, you know, take it out on them sometimes. You know, your anger is valid. It's justified. And, Mm. and like, Peter Peter starts to be like, yeah, I guess I do feel that way. But then, like, Uncle Ben would appear and, like, put a hand on his shoulder. Like, 
Now, hold on. Yeah, there's been yeah. some rough times, but also think of all the good times you've had. And then he starts thinking of like the more friendly moments he's had with all these characters. And, That's and so cool. it, it's literally Dude, like... I got to watch that one. That's one of the only like prominent superhero cartoons I haven't watched. What? Jordan, this is me strangling you through the fucking microphone. Why? What do you mean you haven't seen Spectacular Spider-Man? I haven't gotten around to that one yet. You're a fucking loser. You go I, watch it right I now. I watched the 90s one. Because then I never good. got around I mean, to that one. Look, that is a good show. I'm not going to act like it's bad. <laughs> but what the fuck? We're I'm yelling shaking. at each other about how good these shows are. I'm shaking you now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's, man. that's your homework now. You have to go watch this. Oh yeah, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna get around to that pretty no, soon. No, no, I don't want you to get around to it. Well, yeah, but I gotta start. finish the Alien versus Predator franchise, and then I'll watch that one. Hmm, I'm judging you. Fine, whatever. <laughs> watch watch your shitty movies with your shitty characters. They, Wait, they are, what, but they're versus... a lot of fun. Uh, okay, but um, uh, man, I'm. I'm just, I'm, I feel like a disappointed dad. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm, I'm just disappointed. I'm like, I've been here just assuming everyone, like, yeah, what kind of self-respecting human being hasn't seen Spectacular Spider-Man by now? And I'm, I'm, I'm spoiling the shit out of it and, and just assuming you've seen it. And then you're like, Haha, yeah, I've never seen that show. And <laughs> cut to, cut to glass break sound effects. Like, <laughs> I've seen clips. And I've seen that clip as well. That is not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch it. Don't worry. What, what I'm, uh, what was I fucking saying? Like, it, I, I was, I was gonna say something. Uncle Ben like, is the antithesis of Venom. Yeah, but because it, it strikes me as like it's not necessarily out of character for a version of Peter to have these thoughts, but it would have to be a version of Peter who didn't grow as a person from the time like he was a 16 year old new spider-man so it, it's very much like venom is sort of blocking the voice of uncle ben in his mind yeah okay um and bringing out all of peter's worst potential tendencies and um because that's the thing it's not mind control uh, it's it's something far more sinister in that it's selectively turning off certain parts of your thought process to make you yeah, a worse that's, person. That's a good way to put it. It's not mind control because it's not putting anything there that wasn't there before. It's like it's just unleashing the darkest parts of you while inhibiting why... all the parts of you that are supposed to keep that in check. Which is why whenever <clears throat> you do the symbiote surge and it's whispering through your controller, mm -hmm. I like that because it, it almost is like the reach of this symbiote. When, when I called it Eldritch before, I mean, mm -hmm. like it's it feels like it's literally trying to reach through reality and corrupt the player. Like, yeah. isn't this a really cool mode? You should keep using this suit. You shouldn't switch to one of the other suits. You shouldn't switch back to the spider arms abilities because these ones are cooler. Oh, yeah, player. Mm -hmm. Keep keep peter in this suit for as long as possible mm -hmm. and i love it whenever games um reach past the confines of their fictional reality to try and interact with the player oh dude doki doki literature club fucked me up for life 
The what? I said Doki Doki Literature Club fucked me up for life. <laughs> you know about that, right? Uh, I, it's familiar. What? What? what how it, did it, it fuck you up? It presents itself as a uh, cute visual novel game where you're dating cute anime girls, but it becomes a horror game because one of the one of the characters coded into the game developed a self-aware AI, and they have fallen in love with the player, and so they start hacking the game to take away the other romance options for your Oh, character. that's fun. And they start talking past the character and to the player. That's a very fun thing. And um, That's, a, that's a, a cool way to do it. A very terrifying thing, because I, I finished that game in like two days, and I couldn't yeah. sleep well for like the following two days after beating it. Because um, <laughs> there, there's a part where... Um, so... I would later realize that what it's doing is it simply reads the name of your user file on your computer. Yeah. Um, and it, the, I guess the developers of the game were like, most people just call their computer by their name. Oh, okay. And I did. Mine was called Chris PC. And so I named my character, I don't know, it was Blue or Kane or some shit like that. I can't remember. And hmm. so there comes a part at the end of that game where uh, Monica, just Monica, um, is is like, it, it's so nice to finally get to talk with you, Blue. Or should hmm. I call you Chris? And at that point, I was like, what the fuck is happening? Oh, dear God. That's the scariest thing I think <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. Because I didn't know they did that shit. And, and like, I was like, haha, it's funny. <laughs> like, the gimmick is like, she's a self aware AI. And then she calls me by name. I'm like, oh my God, she's a self aware AI. Why did Good they God, this that's scary. <laughs> See, they wouldn't have got me with that because I named my computer Hal. Oh, and and yeah. I'd have been like, Hal, where? Oh, fuck yeah. I called it Hal. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> Yeah, so that wouldn't have hit you as hard. No, but that's terrifying. It was. It was super scary. And um, look, uh, if anyone's interested in that game and doesn't already know about it, um, don't play it unless you're prepared. That there's there's fucked up self harm imagery in that oh, game. No. Okay, there's a girl that hangs herself. There's a girl that dies from blood loss because of multiple abdominal stab wounds, and her wrists are all slashed up, like like all the way up to the elbow. Um, mm. If you can't handle seeing that shit, uh, don't play this game. Trust me. Good warning. Yeah. Because um, I don't, I don't want to play that. Uh, uh, but that, that to, sounds real spooky. I'm not one to throw out trigger warnings for everything under the sun, but I'm like, that one's necessary. <laughs> yeah, that one needs trigger warnings. Um, but yeah, the, the man, the way that the Venom suit interacts with the game and interacts with Peter and the way that Yuri Lowenthal portrays that interaction is yeah. awesome. Um, I think we definitely need to touch on the part where you play... Oh, firstly, prefacing this section, the MJ missions are dramatically improved. They because are. I, she has a gun now. <laughs> she has a gun now. I hated that in the previous game... It Anytime I replay that game, I get so sad when I have to play as MJ. Because I'm like, ah, I know what to do. I know how you go that way, turn, turn right, turn, knock this thing off to distract that guy, turn left. And then I'm like, yeah, I remember. I've played this before. The thing <laughs> with those old versions of the missions is that they are strictly stealth. The only gameplay mechanics you have are things like push this over, 
to draw enemy to the noise or later on you get to throw a lure to drill, draw them into a certain sp uh, place and like in one mission you get uh if you lure enemies to a certain spot you can call on spider-man to take them out yeah at the at the end of that game you do get a taser yeah but um, even even then if unless you're tasing them from behind if someone actually sees you it's an immediate game over yeah and Where, they did away with the immediate game over and i was so happy yeah, you get a a very slim chance to recover from it because now they're shooting you with tranquilizer arrows so you can take one arrow without passing out now if yeah, you take a so second if, one if someone spots you and you charge at them fast enough and tase them soon enough you'll live yeah and you have a gameplay decision either charge at them and try and take them out before they get their second shot off or uh Run. take cover and try to uh make them lose sight of where you are and get back into hidden mode yeah um, and and be because of that simple change where you have a, a split-second gameplay decision to make, it feels much less frustrating because there was an instance where a guy, a hunter saw me, shot me with an arrow, and I tried to run at him. And as a mid-run, I'm like, oh, this might be too far away. And then yep. like right before I made contact with him, he shot me a second time. And then I was able to go, okay, that was on me. I should have taken cover since I was that far away. Yeah, that's not the game being like, that fucking guy shouldn't have turned around. That was bullshit. Yeah. This, this, is, this is your decision yep. in the game. And, and I, I love when I made the wrong the one there, decision. so that's fair. Yeah. That's amazing. And, and so, later on, you even get a web attachment where it's not just like a taser that looks like a gun. It is a web gun for all intents and purposes. And yeah, so if you get real close, you can tase them. But from distance, you can like web people to stuff if they're not looking at you, yeah, and you can do a wall, pop up and web them to a wall. That's amazing, and all of that prefaces one of the scariest fucking parts of this whole game, where they make you play as MJ, oh. trying to escape an out of control venomized Peter. Yep, he's the villain for this for this one chat. By and the way, you're in a, you're in a dark collapsed tunnel nobody can come in to help you and it straight up becomes a horror game and peter yeah. is the monster yeah yeah and they they hid enough of the central plot of this game that i didn't know for sure if peter wasn't going to be venom at the end of the game i was like starting during that scene in particular i was like are, is peter are we gonna have to be miles fighting venom and it's peter because that's terrifying. And we got close to that. We do have a part where Miles has to fight Peter, who's like almost Venom. Okay, this, this, based on what the last couple sentences you said, this is the perfect spot for me to gush about a couple anime references. Can I do Yay. that real quick? Okay, first thing. I noticed this in the last trailer that came out before the game dropped, and okay. I was screaming about it on multiple places. We got a fucking Akira bike slide, baby! I, <laughs> love, I love that Like in every anime... Like, if they can do an Akira bike slide, they do one. Uh, it's almost like you have to do it. And, and and if anyone wants to be like, okay, but was it really an Akira bike slide? I mean, maybe somebody was just like, no, no, no. The, the angle, like, it was the same shot. It was, it was like <laughs> front facing. You see MJ, she does the bike slide. Uh, and, of course, she had to run out of it because, like, she's not uh, an anime character. But, like, yeah. yeah. They they shot it the same exact way, and that immediately goes okay. So uh, these developers are at least a little bit weebish. Like they they, they just <laughs> yeah. here and there. Yeah, um, and then there's the one you you pointed out to me that was they all the way referenced my hero academia. Let's fucking go all in. They went all in with this shit. 
Because here's the thing, for anyone who doesn't know, My Hero Academia series creator Kohei Horikoshi is a huge Spider-Man fan. Spider-Man is his favorite superhero, to the point where, because of Spider-Man and Western comics in general, he had the idea to make an anime themed around Western comics. It's not Mm -hmm. just superheroes, because there are other superhero animes like One Punch Man. It's specifically superheroes from Western comics. Every um, manga chapter cover looks like a comic book cover. Um, it has a fake like comic stamp, like a like a Marvel Comics or a Dark Horse Comics or whatever, and an issue number. And like he, he's he even drew Deku wearing Spider Man's outfit at one point. Um, mm-hmm. Saro, the uh, the tape guy, he swings around like Spider Man, so he was an early Spider Man reference in the story. And then later, Deku gets Black Whip, which essentially functions as web swinging as a power that he has. So. Like he loves Spider-Man. He will do a whole bunch of Spider-Man references wherever he gets a chance. So in turn, <laughs> Insomniac said, Hey, my hero loves Spider-Man. Well, Spider-Man loves my hero too. Because in the Peter versus Miles fight, there's a point where Miles like throws Peter into the air, leaps up, gets on top mm-hmm. of him in the air points his palm up towards the ceiling, does an electric blast that shoots up, and because of, you know, Newton's third law, that in turn propels them down. So he slams Peter into the ground with him on top of him. And that is the same way that Bakugo beat Deku in their second fight. And the cinematography is, like, the same. Did I show you the two videos, like, the comparison? Yes, yeah, like it, it's the same shot. It's the same. <laughs> they did the same thing. Um, and it just it made me so happy. Um, I don't know. There's something very wholesome about two different creatives referencing each other's work. <laughs> yeah. Um, I see it sometimes with like um, I know, um, like sometimes mangaka will draw each other's characters in their style. Like you'll see, um, like luffy drawn in the naruto style and vice versa or whatever or like yeah actually i think there's like a one piece video game where you can get naruto's outfit and there's a naruto game where you can no 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 sorry i have it backwards it's dragon ball z there's a dragon ball z game where goku can wear sage mode naruto's outfit and then there's a naruto game where naruto can wear goku's outfit Mm, that's cool yeah like shit like that just gives me a rush of serotonin i love it (laughs) um and and it makes sense because again it's like bakugo and deku are the two protagonists so of course peter and miles are also the two protagonists so they did a similar thing yeah um that's cool yeah uh but yeah the the i started worrying because i i was always operating under the assumption that harry was going to be venom because yeah i kind of i figured that was probably where they were going but like part like once we got to the MJ thing and then and then the next big fight where we're fighting Craven and stuff as as symbiote Peter I was I was starting to worry and I was like is, is he Venom <laughs> I was getting very scared I was also fully expecting that to be the final fight with Craven um when you're playing as Peter and yeah I was, I was they shocked. got me. I, they got me. Can I can I talk about the big thing that yeah, like, we got, I had we got zero about, clue about? We got to talk about the big you thing. You can play as Venom in this game. What Fucking the insane. Fuck? How did they keep that a secret? I'm amazed. Because I was, <laughs> as soon as I was, 
I saw Venom, you know, taking over Harry. I was like, oh shit, here we go. Oh no, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to fight Venom. I don't mean you get to play as crazy black suit Peter. I mean you get to play as Venom with the teeth and the tongue and everything. Yeah, and and like it takes over Harry. And I was going, oh fuck, now we have to fight Harry and it's Venom. Oh no, this is gonna be a tough fight. And then he knocks Peter away, and then the camera swoops around behind Venom, and I was like, no. (laughs) No, no, and no. it goes no way. one in square to do your ability. I was like, no, <laughs> and they let me play as Venom. And and what's great <laughs> is that they do exactly what they should do if they're going to let you play as Venom. You fight an entire army of faceless henchmen, Oscorp employees, and just wreck everyone. It's brutal, and and I'm pretty sure it's like, yeah, you're just killing them because I bet, like, yeah. And and if you want to be like, well, but doesn't the game typically not let you kill people? It's like, well, one, yeah, because you're playing as the Spider-Man. But also, this game goes on to say, no, no, no. There's not just death in this game like there has been from time to time in the last games. There's murder. Gruesome, gratuitous murder. Yeah. And that brings us to one of the most insane boss battles I think I've ever been through in an entire, in any video game. Which so, is then Craven shows up while we're rampaging as Venom, yeah, while the player is rampaging as Venom. Because that's the thing; like, it it's obvious that you're going to have a a boss fight with Craven. It might not be the final boss of the game, but you're going to have a final yeah. fight with Craven. Yeah, and, and we thought for sure it was the one with the bell when we're playing as Symbiote Peter, which was very hard. I was, that was a very difficult fight, so I was like, surely this is the last fight. with. But the, the final fight is literally two villains, and you know what? I think they they actually... Um, uh, <laughs> they, they, what, what about, foreshadowed that very well, because by and large, Craven's main target has been villains. Um, he never yes. even was interested in Spider-Man until Spider-Man got the black suit and became more villainous. Yeah, and it's and that brings I think that's a really good time for us to talk about how cool Craven's story is in this because as I understand it, I'm not like a, I'm don't know a whole lot about Craven. I kind of remember his 90s cartoon appearances and that's about it. He I, went I really fucking crazy in the 90s. I want you to know the late 80s early 90s was the era of Craven specifically okay. because of the story Craven's Last Hunt. Yes, which... I know I know loosely about that story. Uh just <laughs> that's by one name, of the most mostly. That shit insane stories in comics ever. And I know what his appearances were in the 90s animated series. Um but as I understand it, his deal is usually like he's the best hunter ever and he's got to prove it by hunting Spider-Man, right? Something like he's got to prove he, it to himself. He has become bored with typical hunting beast and big game and yeah. even hunting like normal skilled people. So now mm. he's like the the greatest, most dangerous beast in the world now is the superhuman. So I yeah. want to hunt superhumans. And Spider-Man uh, becomes his target of choice. But Spider-Man isn't his only target generally. Okay. I like, he and, and that's the thing. Like this game really pushes it to 11. But yeah. It doesn't matter if someone's so that, a hero that's or his a... deal is that he wants to prove that he's absolutely the best of the best by hunting. It's not even superhumans. really that he's trying to prove anything. It's that he wants a challenge, and okay. normal hunts don't challenge him anymore because he's too good. Okay, he interesting. Need to prove he's bored. That he's the best. He's just he bored. is the best, and because he's so good. Uh, okay, he, he so he's trying to, to he's trying to stave off boredom 
by fighting harder and harder targets. That's yeah. that's an interesting idea. I love that this game, I figured there would be some twist because this game does it way cooler and way darker where Craven is dying of yeah. a disease. Well, it's funny because like the, the storyline of Craven's last hunt, it really referred to his final plan for how to actually beat Spider-Man once and for all. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert, he did. <laughs> yeah. He beat Spider-Man. That's fucking wild. And then he was just a shit heel wearing his suit over his own grave mm-hmm. <laughs> and just laughing in the rain. It's wild. But, um, in, but in this, it's Craven's last hunt because he doesn't have much time left to live. Yeah, he's dying. And his obsession with hunting supervillains and eventually symbiote Spider-Man, the reason he doesn't seem to give a shit about Miles and Peter is because he wants someone to kill him. He's he's mm-hmm. hoping that he can find someone better than him because he needs to die cool. He's he like I, I refuse, glorious death. I refuse a- to die on a medical deathbed. I I need someone to kill me in glorious battle and they got to earn it. Yeah. And he, he and wants it so to that's be someone who is his equal or better that he he can say what's what's so crazy about it too. It's not even just I want to be beaten. Yeah, it's I want to be hunted. Yeah, I I want I want someone who kills me in such a glorious fashion that at the end the hunter becomes the hunted, the predator becomes the prey. I and... want to say that I went down swinging against someone who was my predator, and he. Got what he fucking wanted. He got his fucking head bitten off! <laughs> By Venom! <laughs> oh, man. You know, if Harry ever comes out of this coma, um, he's gonna have to reconcile with the fact he's that he's fucked up. someone's head off. <laughs> he's, gonna be, he's gonna be real fucked up if he yeah, ever gets not, out of this coma. That's not good. You know what? Um, that would actually be perfect if they ever did want to do his addiction to drugs in... <laughs> Um, oh, interesting! In uh, in this universe, because you know, you could you could blend that with the G serum tease at the end, and have it be that his mental instability caused by this whole ordeal caused him to get an addiction to this thing that's making him stronger and stronger, and then he loses his mind, becomes goblin. Uh, you know, they already did that <laughs> in um in the in the show that you didn't fucking watch <laughs> because they. They've never really done Harry's addiction to substance abuse in um, any other media until yeah. 2008 Spectacular Spider-Man. Okay. Except they couldn't do heroin. Yeah. Right. Like <laughs> so, so they they did the the Goblin Serum. That That's kind of like them swapping out um, Tony's alcoholism for palladium it, it is, poisoning. It is Iron very Devil in a Bottle. Yeah. Um. Uh. But. Uh. The. There's a shot uh, that I really love. Like, I'll see if I can find a screenshot for you. But um, there's a shot from Spectacular Spider-Man mm-hmm. where he's at school. He's got uh, the vial of green liquid in his locker, uh, and Gwen confronts him about it. And like, he he's looking like his normal self, and he's like, "You don't understand. Like, uh, sports, uh, academics. This makes me better, and I'll just keep <laughs> getting better." And he holds it up, and the camera shot. Like, one of his eyes, like, half of his face is obscured by the green liquid. And because of the distortion of the light through the green liquid, his eye looks more angular. His mouth looks more angular. It makes him look like the green goblin through the distortion of the liquid. 
Oh, okay. That's kind of cool. I, I decided to check just now out of idle curiosity. And uh, yeah, your hunch was correct. The trophy that Miles and Finn won is on the church in the Miles game as well. So that's why they okay. put it there. I don't remember why it was on the church. I'm sure that was explained in that game, but I went to the old, I went to the Miles game and went to the church and like, yep, there it is. So cool. God. <laughs> Just felt like doing that in the background. Um, Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to look up to see if I can find this uh, screenshot. Okay. Um, but yeah, they, they let you play as Venom, and then they let you, the player, kill Craven as Venom, which is ridiculous. Um, oh man, there's so much cool stuff in this game. Here, here, I found it. This, oh, yeah, let's look. There's so much cool stuff in this game. Oh, that's an awesome image. I love that. Um, um, so but yeah, cool so the, the, oh my God. Uh, and I didn't even mention this one side mission yet that completely like it, it blindsided me and I'm so fucking mad that it blindsided me. And it's, Oh, I know. Um, I know what you're talking about. Let's go. Oh man. We've got these, these uh, random enemies that pop up the followers of the flame. Uh, Yuri finally makes her debut as Wraith. And she yeah, I was is like, this is a after... weird thing to do. A weird like fire cult. Yeah, she, she's weird. like, I, I've, I've gone after this fire cult leader before. Um, he had, some different guys that he was running with before but now he's using these fanatics um he's a fucking psychopath and he is dangerous and he needs to be killed and stopped and uh obviously there's a big ideological battle between or, and a physical battle between her and uh spider-man as a result mm. because she's like murder good with it, bad guy and him like murder not good <laughs> ever <laughs> um and uh uh the the dude winds up getting away but i'm like uh, like I, I sort of in the back of my mind realized that they just that she was like yeah i know who he is but she never said his name he just kept going by the flame um and i'm um, literally in the last mission when spider-man is pinned by this train and, and he's like okay now i'm finally gonna get what i want from oscorp because they mentioned earlier that he was after oscorp for some reason and then all of a sudden all the pieces started falling into place for me i was like wait a minute He's hmm. a psychopath. We're not being given his name. Red hair. He's redheaded. And he's after something from Oscorp. And now we've learned in this game that Oscorp has the symbiote. And sure enough, like he opens a door and he pulls out another copy of the symbiote. And he's like, uh, with and this, I will, I will have the power. Uh, he's like, with this, there will be destruction. There will be chaos. There will be carnage. And then and, the symbiote turns red. Yeah, and, and he just leaves. He gets yeah. away with it. Yeah. And then afterwards, uh, Yuri finally drops several of his aliases, and one of them is Cletus Cassidy. And I'm just like, I'm so fucking mad that I... I'm floored that it took us that long. Because I had... What was <laughs> funny was I... So 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 you were texting the, the group chat about stuff in this game like for the whole week and I was still playing it. So I was like, okay, I can't actually read that channel of the group chat, but I would occasionally catch like just the beginning of a message and just kind of ignore what was going on. And I saw one where it's like, where you had written, okay, so there's a side mission where I finally figured out who we were dealing with, but only at the last possible second. And I was (laughs) like, huh, I don't know what that could mean. And then I kept playing the fire, the fire cold things. 
And then we got to the end, and he's like got the red hair, and he's like picking up the symbiote. And I was like, oh, God damn it, he was talking about this. <laughs> you knew what I they meant. They got me. Because <laughs> it really does, it, just, like, it smacks you in the face, and, and <laughs> you're just like, oh, fuck, God damn it, why didn't I see that coming? <laughs> Oh, but yeah, it got me. It got me in exactly the same way at exactly the same time. After I even I read, told you that that was coming. And after I read that, that it happened to you to something. Because I had nothing else to go on. I just heard there's a side mission where someone is revealed, and I didn't notice until the last second that it happened. And it was so funny. One of the other crazy things that this game does, did that I, I'm shocked. Like I'm shocked that they did it. And I'm shocked that we never heard. I mean, I'm it. I'm personally shocked they killed off Howard. That I mean, that was it was deeply upsetting to me. I mean, I think that that's about as beautiful a way as you can send that. It was off. beautiful, but that that was something where I was like, the phone rings and it's Howard, and I was like, oh, it's Howard. Let's be real. <laughs> I, I don't want to catch there. pigeons in Spider-Man Three, so I'm. I, we didn't need him. That's fair. <laughs> that's fine. I'll give you that. Um, um, but uh, the, the thing that surprised me was that, like, your, hmm. your, um, you, okay, so it's earlier in the game, the hunters have just arrived, uh, they're going after some, uh, first of all, they, they kill uh, a few of the villains. Yeah, I was about to say, if we're talking about it's stuff just that shocked me, I'm stunned that they killed the scorpion, they killed Electro, they killed the vulture. Wait, 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 and, wait. Electro? Yeah, you can see his suit there as well. They don't mention it. Like the one they mentioned the vulture when you see his suit, and it's like, is he dead? But in the same room, I think, or like the adjacent room, you can see Electro's suit. So they never mention it, but I'm pretty sure that means he killed Electro as well. I mean, either that or they were testing weaponry against him. That so could they, be. They maybe, were testing maybe. it against Scorpion because they had Scorpion's suit before That's they true. killed him. They made a replica, and they made like replicas of stuff to try to. Yeah. Okay. That could be. Maybe Electro's still out there. I yeah, thought I, that meant they killed him, but I, I there's I have no confirmation of that. I, I kind of want to see pure energy Electro, so I hope they didn't. Yeah. Um, but uh, what what I was going to say though is um, so yeah. Uh, first of all, it's wild that they're they're killing uh, villains out here, but also, uh, one of the earliest targets is Black Cat, and so you start trying to. Oh like, yeah. You're basically using detective mode. (laughs) Yeah, you know what I'm getting at now. I Um, forgot! You're basically using detective mode to try and figure out where Black Hat went. You find one of her stash points, and she has a book that's talking about, like, a wand. A wand wand of Watoom. Watoom. And I'm like, wait. No way. Watoom, (laughs) that's a fucking Doctor Strange thing. And sure enough, the hunters are all converging on the Sanctum Sanctorum, and she comes out with a fucking wand that's making portals... And so she looks just, just like the Doctor Strange portals. For like a solid 10 seconds, you're in Antarctica. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking wild. And then they I made love... that stage only for those 10 seconds. I love that we, we beat that level and and we we help her get to Paris uh, because her girlfriend's in trouble. She's gotta go she get to Paris. She has a girlfriend now. We she has a girlfriend. I, I love all the bisexual representation in this game. <laughs> Lovely. I love the wokeism. I mean, <laughs> it's funny because they they think we actually do use that word unironically. We don't. No, um, dude. I'm sorry, <laughs> but the fact that it's New York City, of course, gay people exist. You fucking fairies. You just to be just to be clear, fairies. if I 
it's like just to be clear, dear listener, if I say the word wokeism, I'm using it as a joke because he's it's meaning because it's a meaningless catchphrase. He's making fun of conservatives who use it uh, more often than not. Yeah, um, and um, uh, what was I, what was I about to say? That 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 he's holding the wand, and then we're like, do we have the a Doctor Strange wand now? And then it disappears, and now he's holding the note and, and it's from Wong. With a sticky note. Yeah. <laughs> That's from Wong. He's like, sorry, I was busy in Nepal. Uh, The doctor and I thank you. Yeah, that's cool. That's a cool thing. And, I mean, just, that's cool. You get a note from Wong. How cool is that? This game does nothing but relentlessly cool stuff all the time. Um, They they keep making references to the wider Marvel world. Um, uh, Again, we, okay. I was once under the impression that The Insomniac Spider-Man game and the Square Enix Avengers game took place in the same uh, continuity. And that the whole, like... Because in the first game, when you see Avengers Tower, Spider-Man straight up says, I think the Avengers are on the West Coast doing something right now. Yeah. And and the Avengers game takes place on the West Coast. So I thought that that would be the case. And Interesting. Apparently, they're not the same continuity, and for good reason. And that reason is, that game fucking sucks. <laughs> and Insomniac is like, we, we don't want ourselves connected to that game. Um, yeah, that's fair. Like, look, uh, I'm a big Square Enix uh, shell. Uh, Kingdom Hearts is my favorite video game franchise. Uh, I will not defend that game. I I tried defending it. I played it. It's just not good, like legitimately. So, hmm. um, you, you know, like I mean, do I think it's the worst game ever made? No, it's not good though. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, so the, he keeps making references to the fact that the Avengers exist. Um, in this game, uh, you you can get on the Baxter Building. Um, yes, the Baxter Building is in the game. Yeah, I I was shocked. Uh, was it in oh fuck what district was it in was it in like hell's kitchen or something yeah it's like the i think it's where fisk tower was in the in the last game because it's so weird because i always pictured the baxter building being in the financial district interesting because they're 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 rich let's let's be real you know what's funny it's it's about where it is in the lego game (laughs) really which is really funny like being right at the corner of Central Park on the side with the Empire State Building not terribly far away. It's just weird for me to imagine that the Fantastic Four technically operates in Daredevil's jurisdiction. Yeah, that's funny. Because it's that, like, that is weird. I mean, it's fine because how often do they actually do city crime? They don't. Yeah. They don't do city crime. They're too busy exploring other dimensions and shit. Yeah. But like, or, or they're fighting the mole men underground or some shit. But, like, yeah. it, still, it's just, I don't know. It's weird to imagine that, like, Daredevil could be interrogating uh, the the Punisher and then all of a sudden the Fantastic Car flies by. <laughs> yep. So, oh, that's fucking weird. Anyway. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, the, the Baxter Building, um, the uh, again, the Sanctum Sanctorum, and... and uh, 
I feel like there was another big superhero thing that they referenced there. Oh, well, for one thing, um, I do want to mention Miles gets access to a suit in this game called the Forever Suit. Yes! And it is a Black Panther Spider-Man suit, and I love it, because the again, in this game, there are several suits that not only uh, have like the suit, but you can also spend a little extra in tech parts, which are extremely easy to come by in this game, to unlock they call them styles. They're basically just palette swaps. And style one for the Forever Suit is um, a Black Panther suit, but it's Miles's black and red color scheme. But then the mm. other, the other three are all Black Panther colors. It's um, T'Challa silver, T'Challa purple, and Shuri gold. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's really fucking cool. Uh, it's even got the necklace design on it. Um, I just I love it. I, I love it's just one more way to sort of memorialize uh, and i know it's technically like did you know character. did you know that if you go to the wakanda embassy as uh, miles he can do the little wakanda like salute thing really yeah oh no i didn't know that that's it's, awesome it's really cool it's it's that's a really nice little tribute oh, on on bozeman avenue by the way uh oh, which man. is really cool oh i love that i love that's so much memorializing him yeah is that's, that's never really something cool. i'll be tired of um yeah but uh uh i'm trying to think of like now now i'm on the topic of suits i'm going to think of some of the other suits first of all uh, really... so firstly they finally gave us the raimi black suit oh yeah whatever which is awesome <laughs> i know i'm so happy that we have the raimi black suit i love that no, thing. The, the only, it doesn't function as a black suit in the game though does it uh, I don't because no, no, they don't count it. They don't there's count like it. the black suit, the symbiote suit, the classic black suit. Yeah, they they, all, they I don't do think they thing. count it. They all do that thing I mentioned where the the HUD changes to dark blue. So those are like the the proper black suits. Um, yeah, but but the webbed black suit. I mean, I think it's just made of cloth. So <laughs> so it's just, uh yeah. Although yeah. it does do the no damage thing that the that the other black suits do, which is really interesting. Yeah, but you do that all the time if you use symbiote surge, which you can even use. In well, no, I, I mean, I mean, like um, in this game. Oh, by the way, this is definitely worth mentioning. They've they've made it where battle damage appears on suits, any suit, not just the main suit. If you get real hurt, then there's like little holes and singes and stuff, and maybe bullet holes and stuff I on whatever suit I... you're wearing. I didn't notice that until my friend's kids started playing the game because it's um, awesome. I don't know if it's because I just wasn't taking damage uh, or if because <laughs> you're, just, you're just too good at the game. Um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an MLG pro. What can I to, say to to appreciate um, this aspect? Um, we're we're joking, by the way. I'm actually terrible at video games, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, it, I don't know if it's because I was like uh, not taking as much damage as as the kid, or if it's just because like. I was I was too locked into the game. You're focused on what's was, going on around you. You're not staring at Spider-Man. You're you're looking at the surroundings and the people that you're fighting and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the so anyway, the the cool thing is that when you're wearing a, a symbiote suit, a black suit, uh, damage does not appear. And they also applied that to the Raimi black suit, which is cool. If you're wearing the Raimi okay. suit, you get real hurt. There's like holes and stuff. If you're wearing the black suit, there aren't. That was a nice little thing. I wish they'd counted it as an actual black suit, but oh well. Yeah. Um, Close enough. 
I'm looking up Soups in Spider-Man 2. Um, they oh, added yeah. uh, Amazing the, Spider-Man 2, Andrew Garfield's uh, better suit. They see, added his better suit. I might be in the minority. I like the Amazing Spider-Man 1 suit. I do like it a lot. It's very unique. Um, the thing about the Amazing suit, too, is that it just looks like any other Spider-Man suit to me. Again, I, details sort of get blurry for me, so I'm not one of those people that can yeah. easily pick out, like, Oh, I th- like this is the... the classic comic book suit versus the Amazing Spider-Man two suit versus the like. The only reason I, I love the, the shape of the suit. spider on the back and the uh, shade of red on the Amazing. Like I just think it's a really pretty shade of red on the Amazing Spider-Man see, two like, suit. A, a lot of sh- stuff like that, like even slightly different shades of colors, I can't really notice. Like I didn't. Oh, notice, okay, gotcha. I didn't notice Miles's tenth anniversary suit has much more of like a scarlet color to it. Until I looked at the styles, and it's literally right next to one that has the standard Spider-Man red, and I was oh, like, "Oh, okay. it's, it's more pinkish." Okay. Hmm. Um, which, by the way, I do like the 10th anniversary suit. I'm glad they put it in there. Did I you know notice? Some people don't like it, but uh, did you did you notice how much better the red is on the uh, main Insomniac? Yes. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. The, they did uh, so good. I I was always like, I don't know if I can call the white spider suit um, my favorite. But I, I did definitely appreciate the way it looked by the end of the game. But I this think is, it's the okay, coolest this is a innovation to a this Spider-Man a, suit. This is a contender for my favorite. There's a few changes they made to the Advanced Suit 2.0. Yeah. The shade of red looks better. Better shade um, of red. Also a better shade of blue. Something that I didn't know was subconsciously Not as many people bugging have noticed. me. Something I didn't know was subconsciously bugging me was mm-hmm. that the section of color on his chest where it goes from blue to red the white spider legs poke out past that divide yes yeah they changed that that's really good and perfectly at the lines and make it look much cleaner and more symmetrical and i'm like oh that looks so good now um it's one of those things where i probably sound like a fucking weirdo saying it out loud you have to (laughs) see it to understand what i'm talking about uh, actually, look at a side by side comparison of the two suits. You'll get yeah, one. the that the cl- closing the white spider legs into exclusively the red section actually does look way cooler. I appreciate that um, if you got the pre order or deluxe edition or whatever it is, mm-hmm. I can't remember. Um, you you got ten fan made suits for Peter's and Mile. Oh, uh, that's neat. I didn't I didn't get that one. That's cool. They are the, uh, so for Peter, the Arantia suit, the tactical suit, the 25th century suit, hmm. the stone monkey suit, which looks like an Aztec version of Spider-Man, That's cool. and the apocalyptic suit, where he has a cyborg arm. Um, and for Miles, you get the Agimat suit, which is purple and gold, uh, the red Spectre suit, which is really cool. He has like a hood, he has like the 10th anniversary face mask, and a little bit of his dreads are poking out the top. Mm-hmm. Um the biomechanical suit, which looks like the Giver, or okay. or like, if you're not as familiar with that, like the 2017 Power Rangers suits. Yeah, okay, I gotcha. Um, speaking of, the Tokusatsu suit, which is, what if Spider-Man was a Power Ranger? That's fun. <laughs> um, and then the encoded suit, which is, it's really cool. It's like a sort of robot type suit, but he's got like leg tags coming off the back of his legs. It's really cool. Um 
Oh, something I wanted to mention. So I mentioned the classic black suit. Uh, so the yes. The, oh the, yeah, I know. I know where you're going, and I yeah. love this. The the style one is just a flat black suit. Um, no weird U shader on it. It just looks like it popped out of the original comics. Yeah. Um, style two is sort of a purplish tint, so it looks like it's from the Ultimate comics. Uh, style <laughs> three is white and black, so it just kind of looks like a black suit version of Anti Venom. Yeah. Um, and then style four. They specifically developed a shader where he always has a red light shining on him from one direction and a blue light shining on him from the other direction. Yeah, so he's got, no he's got what... in-world lighting that is not visible to anything else that is just mysteriously lighting his costume. Because that's how he looked in the 90s cartoon. Hell yeah! Uh, Venom, I mean, he, he always had red and blue highlights. Yeah, I've always thought that's really cool, and I'm so happy they put that in this. Yeah, um, I'm scrolling down the list of the suits now. Uh, you got the track suit. Something I do like is that because of the styles, they actually can make a lot of really cool-looking, essentially new suits. Like, for instance, the track suit, which is one where it's like a lot of white on the suit, and then there's the black and red. Um, they made variations where like there's one that is the classic red and blue, but it's just got these like big metal spider dividing markers on it and it just looks really cool mm -hmm. um brooklyn 2099 style 2 is one of my favorites because i love black and blue as a color scheme and it's kind of got like what the big time stealth suit for peter has where it's like a big glowing spider but it also has like glowing lines down his like baggy pants that he's wearing in this yeah it looks metallic um i love it the sportswear suit uh did you notice that it had a uh into the Spider-Verse reference. The sportswear suit. The one that, it's the first suit he wears in Miles Morales. It's the one with the big puffy jacket and the hood. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. So, so it oh, itself is, it, it's, it's kind of a reference, right? Because it's like, yeah, he, he wore something similar. But specifically style four with the teal jacket and the red hoodie underneath. I didn't that notice is, that. That's cool. That is the outfit that he wore in Into the Spider-Verse when he first made his new suit. Also really love that they gave us the Across the Spider-Verse suit. Separate uh, which from was, the Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, yeah, very distinct. And that they gave us the Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love that we get Spider-Man Noir. I also love that we got Into the Spider-Verse when he's got the yellow cape on for oh, that yeah. for like a four second shot of, <laughs> yeah. of Into the Spider-Verse before Spider-Man makes him I take the, cool. the cape off. <laughs> take that off. It's disrespectful. Spider-Man doesn't wear cape. <laughs> and, it's so good. Um, and I'm so happy they put that one in there. Okay. I do got to talk about a bad suit now. Um, okay. Oh boy. Here I'm going to say something slightly <clears throat> negative and then that's going to transition into an actual big grievance I have with the game. Ooh, Okay. This is um, the other big one. Yeah, uh, which is a lot lesser than the issue I have with glitches, but it still yeah, exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the life story suit is something that Miles had access to in the Miles Morales game. It's not good. Um, it, it's like, it's got this weird metal head sock thing, like like fake helmet piece. Okay. And, um, I think it looks dorky as hell. Um, he's got weird like he's got weird pants like. The, the, the pants don't have any spider design on them. Um, and the, the shirt that he has is a, a little bit too baggy for my liking. It, hmm. it just doesn't look like it fits quite right. But I've seen him wear some baggy stuff before. Like, again, I was just talking about how the Brooklyn 2099 suit has baggy pants, and I like it. Uh, so it, it's not a deal breaker for me. But I don't like the stupid metal headpiece, right? Hmm. Now, here's the thing. 
let's say as you were going through the game, you were doing all of the side content uh, as soon as you could before you did the main story, which is the way that I play video games. Yeah. You got everything done. You did the final story mission. <clears throat> there is exactly one, count them, one thing that you are forced to do after the final mission of the game. You cannot do it before. And it's it's, uh, it's another little science puzzle thing. Anyway. It's the final science puzzle of the Emily May Foundation um, thing. Uh, it's nice because it, it combines a few elements from all the different science puzzles. And it's Harry's basically thing, thing of like, I took the tree from my mom's tree uh, from the foundation, as well as the flowers on uh, Aunt May's grave. And I made like a hybrid. So we're mm-hmm. going to plant these new flowers to pay homage to our loved ones um, and spread them around the world. And it's like, oh, it's beautiful. And, it, and it's a great way to send things off the game until you realize that you get the final suit in the game from that. And it is another life story suit, this time for Peter. And it's worse. It's, <laughs> it's so much worse than Miles's version. It's so fucking baggy. It literally, like if Miles. Oh, see, I don't... thought it was. I thought because we're like saving the bees and shit that that was meant to be like a beekeeper Spider-Man suit. And but it's not because they already made it for Miles, so they just Did... made a version for Peter. Oh, okay. It's weird. I don't see it on the Miles game. I'm, I'm like looking for it, but I, I don't see it. But maybe I'm, maybe I'm missing something for like a. I mean, I could show you what what it looks like. I literally have the page pulled up. So oh, okay, here. sure. Here's all the different styles for the life, uh, the life story suit. But here's the, uh, the main one right. Oh here. yeah, yeah. I just yeah, I remember what it looks like here. I just don't remember it being in the last game. Um, in the Miles Morales game, I'm yeah. almost positive because I'm fairly certain I've seen it before. Um, okay, interesting. On. Yeah, but okay. Interesting. Yeah, since since they only showed up for both Miles and Peter after doing that, I just assumed it was meant to be like a beekeeper Spider-Man suit. And then I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. Oh, beekeeper, sure. It kind of looks like a beekeeper, I guess. <laughs> and so I was just kind of like, whatever. But yeah, it's, it's kind of ugly. I don't know if I, like, I'm not going to play with that suit, probably, because I don't love looking at it. You know, looking it up, uh, it might not have been in Miles Morales, so uh, Interesting. I guess. But Look, my point still stands. Even if it's, it's meant ugly. to be kind of a beekeeper suit, it's it, it looks terrible. It's still it doesn't look a stupid great. metal headpiece. And it and if Miles' shirt looked one size too big, but the pants looked like they fit for Peter, both shirt and pants look like they're three sizes too big. Yeah. Well, that's what made me think it was meant to be like a beekeeper suit. And but so it's also was... like the colors are bad and Yeah, it's not it's not great. Um I was gonna say that the the suit that I got most excited about when I unlocked it was the ending No Way Home like very end of the movie suit. Oh yeah, the the new red and blue suit. Uh, yeah, it, that funny, suit's awesome. What's so funny is that that is now my best look at the suit because it's so hard to see it. In yeah, you don't get a whole no a Home. whole lot to look at in the it's, uh, it's in, the movie. in motion and it's dark and it's only on screen for a little bit. Yeah. And, so it's really hard to make it out uh, in detail. Um, so I find it funny that this game is how we get to see it. Yeah, now we can actually see. It. But I love uh, the I love the texture and the shiny like blue material. Like it's it's a I really think it cool looks look. good. It looks really good. It's a really um, good look. I want to say uh, the Miles Morales twenty ninety nine suit. That's a cool one from the last game. Was a strong contender for my favorite Spider Man suit ever. Um, oh, cool! All right. And they added styles to it. 
and the best one of the new styles is one that's in Gwyn's color scheme. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Well, I mean, it's still black in the background. It's not white, but the the like blue and pink. Um, oh, that's, they're the that's Gwyn cool. blue and pink. I didn't notice that one when I was scrolling through styles. I'll have to go look it's, at that one. It's again. style two for the twenty ninety nine suit. Okay. Um, let me see. I'm, I'm look. Oh, Shadow Spider and the what was it? Arachnid Knight. Uh, for oh, those are cool. Yeah, they're, they're both. They're, they might be like Batman references. Um, honestly, the Arachnid Knight. I I yeah, I interpreted Arachnid to be uh like a Assassin's Moon Knight. Creed. I uh, thought it was like a Moon Knight Spider Man. Uh, you know what? That does make sense. I kept looking at it and thinking Assassin's Creed. <laughs> uh, that's the same thing. Uh, <laughs> Um, but Shadow Spider uh, definitely feels more Batman-ish because, yes. you know, he's wearing black. Uh, yeah. Um, and see, okay, look, that that one has a little bit of, like, a padded texture to it. Um, like, that, if, if they were being, like, beekeeper thing, if it was just, like, more padding on the suit. Like, I mean, they've even had... Um, it, like if it was something like Shocker's classic suit, where it's like a quilt suit, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd be like, sure, but it it, le- it still fits him though. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna oh. tell you uh, my complaint about yeah, this game because I have I have one, okay. and that is that you you can't change the time of day after you beat the game. That made me sad. I liked that in the last game. I'm very ambivalent on that. I, <laughs> I, would I could love take to, it or leave it. <laughs> mostly just because there were so many cool weathers in this game. I'm like, I want to turn on rain mode. Turn I want to turn on storm mode. Yeah, I want to turn on. Yeah, I want to turn on. That would be so fun um, <laughs> if they played that. I want to turn on like the just before twilight mode and midnight mode. And I want like. Uh, the, uh, they've the, the just got that, so many different weathers and, fight, and day times a day. The fight between Venom and Craven takes place in the rain in the middle of Times Square is so sick. By the way, that's badass. The you got the neon lighting and the rain and the fire and the, the blood. Oh, it's fucking crazy! It's um, amazing. I also want to say again, Miles Morales twenty twenty suit, one of my favorite suits ever. Very so cool. Good. The glowing I, uh, headpiece is awesome. The fucking Daft Punk stuff. And you know yeah. what? Um. I think my favorite version of that is style three with the black and purple color scheme. I think that looks really good. Yeah. Um, the purple rain suit, a reference to Prowler, the bodega cat suit, obviously. Is I love the bodega cat for suit. It. Um, <laughs> you know, the homemade suit is actually pretty cool if you wear style four, cause it's all black and this like miles's homemade suit. Yeah. The, the, yeah. The one with the teal on the black. I think oh yeah. Really I've cool. seen that one. That one's cool. Um, oh, oh, I was. Oh, yeah. My favorite Miles suit is the musician suit. When you when you play the the part where you have to help find like the 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 black music history artifacts and you have to save the museum and then uh, they shit, give you. Is that? It's like the bottom like left like it's it's at the bottom of the the thing. I'm not um, looking at it like that. I'm scrolling down a list. Oh, it's. No, it's not that one. Uh, I don't remember what it was called. It was really cool. He looks like he's oh, like the a city 40s... sound suit. Yeah, and he's got like a hat and <laughs> like yeah. cool shoes, and it's like he looks like he's a '40s musician. He's got like a pocket chain, like <laughs> like a pocket watch chain hanging out of his of his pocket. And I'm like that's a cool looking suit. That's yeah, awesome. It's it's neat. Um, I want to say this real quick. The evolved suit. First of all, I love it. Um, oh, which one was really that? Funny. It's the one that he made right before the end of the game. Okay, yes. 
Yeah. I've uh, seen which, a lot of people hating is... that one. Really? Yeah, there's a lot of people who have been hating that one. I love it. Uh, I think it's pretty all, cool. I love the, the, the fact that um, he, he learned how to be Spider-Man in the last game, but he didn't fully learn how to make Spider-Man his. And at the end of this That's game, a good way to put it. He, he's like, I made this as more of a fusion between the Spider-Man that I reconciled in the last game with the black and red suit and mm-hmm. just Miles' style. He's got Miles' hair poking out and um, it, it's, it's got more of like his own kind of flair to it. I love Yeah, and we've that... got the blue, which is kind of a reference to his new electric powers. I love that it looks like it's hypercolor. Oh, that's cool. That's you don't know what that is. I don't know. <laughs> there was a thing in the late 80s, early 90s where they were making clothes that they called hypercolor, where it was this like it was like there was a plastic casing on top, and then there was like color inside and it's hard to describe it's one of those things where i can it's like picture you... it i think i know what you're talking about. i've but, seen but... things that are like what you're talking about hang on hyper color clothes <laughs> yeah it's just uh, yeah it, it was like there was there was layers so like if you uh, you know how mood rings were a thing where it was like heat activated they were doing yeah a lot of i loved stuff. mood rings Hi- hyper color is like heat activated like if you just pressed your palm against it for a while and then you pull it away there'd be a handprint like stuff like that yeah um so so it's like there's different layer of color and, and that's kind of what it, it looks like like it's this weird like plasticky material holding color inside of it on the sides but what i really love is style too uh the the color is not just that straight up blue it is the bisexual flag baby Mm -hmm. it's red into pink into purple into blue that's Um, cool it's a gradient and um i love that there is no straight (laughs) spider-man yeah spider-man will forever be my body king Um, (laughs) Uh, uh, oh, and the white and blue version of the Evolved suit looks sick as hell, too. Uh, I oh, already yeah. mentioned the 10th anniversary suit. I like it. Once again, it has a bi-color scheme with style 4, uh, purple into blue. Um, yeah. Uh, the end suit is super cool, kind of like a post-apocalypse smile. I love it. That's a very cool one. And the camo pants. Uh, the striped suit is... Yeah, whatever. I mean, I see what they were going for. I'm not as big of a fan. I love the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. suit. That's a cool one. That's very cool. As a big Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fan, I love that the main color is the classic comic book blue and white suit. And then Style 2 is like the modernized S.H.I.E.L.D. suit, which looks like it's out of the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show. Yeah. Um, Credit responsibility suit sucks. Move on. on. Uh, Crimson Cowl (laughs) is all right. I don't really like the color balance on it too much. The best there is suit. (laughs) It's the Wolverine Oh, yeah. Suit. Yep, 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 yep. And they've got one style where it's the jacket from the X-Men movies. And they've got another style where it looks more like the classic X-Men, like, yellow and blue suit. And then they got one that's X-Force. So, yeah, yeah, insane. It. And it's great because Insomniac's making a uh, Wolverine game. Yeah, hell um, of a reference. You know, I was kind of hoping we would get, like, a side mission where, like, maybe Wolverine would show up at the end or something. And... Yeah, I don't blame them because they probably haven't perfected the character model yet or wanted, yeah. or maybe not even have a voice actor or a face model. 
I guess I don't know how far in development they are, but yeah, and so like if they if there's risk of them changing everything about how he looks and sounds by the next time we see him, it's best that they don't. Now, what's very funny is that Miles almost gets as many symbiote suits as Peter, even though in the story he never has it. Oh yeah, Um, they got they give him the carnage thing. He's got the Dark Ages suit, which has like a high collar behind him. It's almost like a symbiote Doctor Strange kind of looking type deal. Yes, Uh, yes. the Absolute Carnage suit, which has like tiny little tendrils coming off in all sorts of places, and then the King in Black suit, which I guess is based on what's his face. You know the guy, the the symbiote king. No. Yeah, that one. Thank yeah. you. Um, the Boric suit is uh, alright. I guess it's not my favorite. They've uh, got the Mysterio pattern one. That's that, pretty cool. Okay, I fucking love the Smoke and Mirrors suit. That's a very cool one. They also made Mysterio look menacing as hell in this game. Yeah, they got the skull, skull in there. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, now, what I really like is that both Miles and Peter get the... okay. The last hunt suit and the most dangerous game suit. Yeah. Which are references to Craven. They got the fur collar and everything. Yeah. Um, they're, they're basically the same suit. I don't know why they have two different names. Uh, yeah, they should have just named them the same thing. But they're very cool looking. Yeah. Um, I was still scrolling. Okay, now we're in, uh, now I'm at the Peter suits. Black suit, symbiote suit. I like Scarlet Spider 3 makes an appearance. Um, very cool. Uh, it's funny that they just don't have Scarlet Spider 2 because they have 1 and 3 in this one. Mm-hmm. And they did 2 before, but, you know, whatever. Um, I like that the uh, the classic suit now has a style where it's the classic suit, but it has a white spider instead of a black. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what they were thinking with Advanced Suit Style 4 because it's just... It's like... It's the, the original advanced suit from the first game, but it looks like it's covered in piss. <laughs> like they, they were they were trying to establish that he's in Mexico or something. That's hilarious. Uh, I do like that they let you have the advanced suit from the first game. Uh, yeah. Just, just so you can see how much better the new one is. <laughs> it, it really does emphasize that the new you, one is... You get is to put them side by side pretty much and you can really see... The Kumo suit is one of the coolest fucking things ever. That thing's badass. It's kind of like a classic Yakuza looking outfit. Even the sleeves of the suit have tattoos. Yeah. It's so cool. I love it. Nobody can tell me that the developers of this game are not weebs. Because there is so much Japanese influence between the Tokusatsu suit, the Kumo suit. I am yearning for the day where the next Spider-Man game has a Sapaidaman outfit oh please this could call please. the emissary from hell suit oh my god please <laughs> give me the emissary from hell suit um oh god okay I, i'm still scrolling uh the superior suit i don't think it was in the previous games i really like the black green and white color scheme for it oh yeah i've seen that one that's really good the Doc Ox suit or the anti-ox suit I on the say. on the blue color scheme for the superior suit if I, like, didn't know that they were different companies and that it would make no sense, I would have just assumed that that was a Blue Beetle reference. <laughs> you know like, what? it looks very Blue Beetle-y. I, I can see it. Uh, <laughs> something, something I forgot to mention real quick is that there is a parallel between Craven and Doc Ock um, mm-hmm. in that 
they're they're both people that were uh losing control of their bodies and so they were angry and going ballistic because of it and again that ties into the theme of anger in the oh game. yeah um but i want to say the antioch suit um okay i make no secret about this if i have one major criticism about the story of the first game is that they're like maybe Peter needs to figure out a way to defeat Otto rather than Spider-Man trying to defeat Dr. Octopus. And so, so then I'm, we make a slightly different suit. It's just armor. He already had armored suits. Like, yeah, now it's the, the kind of material that Doc Ock's arms are made out of and it's got the glowy bit, but... It's cosmetic. It, it, it's completely cosmetic. It's like, he's just wearing armor. And it... It'd be one thing if it was like I I have an ability now where I can temporarily disable his arms for a couple seconds. That'd be cool. He doesn't do that. No. So um, so already it's kind of a disappointment of a suit, and then style two is completely white with a white spider and white eyes, and you can barely see them, and it just it's looks a, like shit. So it looks like shit on the menu, but if you choose the right lighting, it's actually a blue spider. And it, it looks pretty cool when, when you're actually doing it in practice. I, I think if you're going to do blue and white, it's got to be a very distinctive blue. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's it's not blue, blue enough more, because it doesn't show up in daylight. But if it, you put it, it on at night, it's really cool looking. If you do a, like a royal blue on white, it that shit pops and that looks fantastic. Yeah. But if you're doing icy blue, it's kind of a few shades off of a nightwing blue. But it since it's a light. It doesn't show up well in the daytime. Okay. Um, yeah, I already mentioned the Arachnite suit. I think it's super cool. Into the spider, uh, spider Punk is back. Um, Yay. It's it's fine. It's still not Hobies, so... <laughs> yeah, that would have been cooler. I should, I should say it's not um, uh, uh, movie. It, it's not across the Spider-Verse. So. Did you see the thing about... Um, was it... Oh, man, was it Yuri... Who's ta- it was someone who was talking about playing and both. he says I can't wait to get 19 inches of venom <laughs> <laughs> maybe um, Yuri Lowenthal said that he made a 19 inches of venom reference I, I heard that the 19 inches of venom thing was so funny um, hang on I like my brain like blew a fuse for a moment there um, I think I think we got uh, uh, way too much into anyway uh yeah it was yuri so yuri was talking about how he's played spider-man and superman because he played superman in uh i think legion of superheroes or something one of the something some animated project um and he says you know it's really interesting i was talking to jack quaid who played superman in my adventures of superman and played gwen's peter in across the spider-verse and i was talking to him and i was saying hey we're part of a very exclusive club of people who have played both Peter Parker and Superman. And there's only one other member of that club and it's Nicholas Cage. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> that is a very exclusive club with some. Yeah, it's only three people, people who have played Peter Parker and Superman. I did. I definitely wanted to bring this up. Um, <laughs> I, uh, this is one of the main reasons I started talking about this section for the suits. Mm-hmm. I found truly one of my favorite Spider-Man suits of all time. And I know I say okay. that for a lot of them, but like, okay. I didn't know this existed prior to this game. The new blue suit. Is that the Fantastic Four-ish one? That's... That is the Fantastic Four one where it's blue and black. 
It's and, cool. And okay, so not my only... favorite variation of that one is I think it's the second one. It's black with like blue highlights. That's the three. Okay, no, that was uh, that was my the second one. Of that the one. second one looks like the classic suit. Um, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. That whatever. Um, the but, third yeah, one I, was I, the cool one for that one. I love that the the main black and then the like shiny blue highlights. Yeah, I think that looks awesome. Uh, I. I love the color scheme and everything. First of all, again, based on my name, I'm sure you guys can tell that I really like the color blue. Mm-hmm. Um, but and mine, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, we're a couple of, I guess, I guess we're the Blues Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, like I don't know. Like again, I'm not a detail guy. My my eyes glaze over and blur over with a lot of details. But something about the mm-hmm. texture of this suit is so appealing to me yeah it's cool i love it i love the way it looks i want a suit like that mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah it's just really good uh the, the secret war civil war suit is also uh ridiculous in all the, all the best ways yeah it's fun uh it almost feels like the halfway point between the classic comic book suit and then the spider-man action figure i had from the 90s where he had like a, a torn white bandana and he had um one of his eyes like stitched shutter with an eye patch or some shit and he had a robot arm and he had a bandolier and it was mm-hmm. really some like post-apocalypse cyborg spider-man shit um th- this feels like this feels like that version of spider-man before shit went bad like he was doing military airdrops and stuff yeah um Let's see. Upgraded suit. Classic black suit. I already talked about that. Whip black suit. Last hunt suit. Uh, We're in all the movie ones now. Yeah. Okay. I I found the life story suit again. Dude, it just, I'm sorry. It just, it's, it's so bad. (laughs) (laughs) It it looks like almost more like an astronaut suit than a beekeeper suit. Um, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoy the saving lives suit. Will you shut the fuck up? <laughs> My phone has not like made up heap for like the last two weeks. And now all of a sudden that we're recording. Like, That's funny. You should download this app. Here's a text from Cash App. Hey, uh, uh, your device auto health background check. Shut up, shut up, shut up. Nice. Anyway, the saving lives suit is based on Wraith. And I think it's super cool. It's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool one. And that's it. That's the end of the list I got here. So I know that that probably went for way too long. I was just talking about the suits, but the suits. Oh, are one cool. more suit that I think we didn't bring up was the purple rain, uh, Miles suit, which was yeah. in the last game already. But it's a prowler themed uh, Miles suit. Very. Yeah, cool. I skipped over a bunch of the suits that were in previous games. Oh, okay, yeah. But I really um, liked that one. Yeah, I I like that. I enjoy that. I like that. Um, I also just like the pun. He, he was a yeah. <laughs> He was um, a, a boss fight that you had in, in the last game. Yes. Um, and so there's a lot of like hot and cold shit going on between Miles and the Prowler. And, and so in this game... Yeah, that was a cool little side bit. He, he keeps being like, look, I'm reformed. I'm changed. I'm not being Prowler anymore. And of course, you always got to take everything he says with a grain of salt. So you hit the end of the Prowler stash missions. And Miles is like, he sent me away and now he's in our apartment. This motherfucker, and he, and he goes in there, and he can hear him like taking stuff, and he sees that he took the record player and stuff, and he's like, "I can't believe I trusted him again," and he broke my trust again, and he goes and he's ready to confront him and fuck him up, 
And then Rio shows up. She's like, Miles, what are you doing? She's like, yeah. what? You're in on this? And she's like, in on what? I'm helping him move into his new apartment. And he's like, yeah, yeah I'm going yeah, to. He's going to live above us now. I want it to be a surprise, but I'm going to live right above you guys now. That's really cool. Also, yeah, I think that that I'm glad you brought that one up because it kind of lends further into the, the letting anger. the letting go of anger thing that there are several reformed villains in this game. There are almost Tombstone. all of them that appear in this game are reformed because Tombstone, also Connors. Um, yeah, well, I was going to say to a lesser degree. Well, I was going to say that Lizard and Sandman both are totally reformed and get forced into this again by Craven because he's obsessed yeah. with wanting to hunt people. Um, it's funny because, like, again, my friend's kid was like, oh, Sandman's bad. And I kept being like, but is he really bad, though? Are and, we sure? And he's he started collecting the Sandman crystals now, so I'm explaining to him what's going on. Like, yeah, he was afraid for his daughter and the hunters were coming after him. And so he's slowly being like, oh, we got to help him. Yeah, we got to help him. And I also love that the same thing with Lizard, where it's like he was just trying his best to live a normal life. And Craven forced him back into this. And so then, he, yeah, Tombstone is being is working as a mechanic at, at Coney, Coney Island, Island <laughs> which I love. There's just a bit where, like, someone crashes and he runs out onto the field and he starts helping them up. And somebody else comes from behind and just runs into, into him. him. And yeah. he just sort of, like, looks back. <laughs> and it's like wow this is a perfect job for him because he's not going to get hurt helping people on the track yeah and um, that's that's kind of a fun bit so, i like so that we, since we brought up connor's i want to say this and mysterio is also yeah, reformed he's also reformed that's why i'm saying like a lot of it is the spider-man learning to accept that even if they were villains at one point, sometimes they're just human beings that make mistakes and they're trying to do better and also that they've all let go of their angers yeah they're they're all you know at peace with what they've done and what they've been through what's really funny is that you would expect someone like tombstone to be like spider-man i don't want your help but he's never really had beef with spider-man even when he got the shit kicked out of him by (laughs) spider-man in the first game he was just kind of like hell of a punch yeah (laughs) oh good yeah Yeah. you got me man he was like all right i'm going to jail good good shit man (laughs) i love when that's the vibe of a villain that's so fun yeah, because it weirdly enough, it turns from it turns their villainy from a profession into a hobby in the best way. Yeah, <laughs> it's just They're like, like, all right, you know what? You win this round. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to the jail. It's it's not the same thing because you got me again, Flash. <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, it's not exactly the same thing, but it has that vibe of of trickster. <laughs> just at a bar and then flash is like hey man you should go like i found you you gotta go turn yourself in he goes got me again flash <laughs> <laughs> oh it's so good i love it um yeah lonnie is great uh tombstone um yeah uh what was i saying before all the reform was it about stuff? mysterio because i love that with the mysterio one we're like Oh yeah, likely story Mysterio. It's an accident and all these people are getting hurt in your super experimental entertainment. Yeah, I'm sure then, it was an accident Mysterio. And by the end he's tied up in the closet and his two assistants were literally going to commit crimes and pin it on him because they knew everyone was distrustful of him. Yeah, I love that in the final recording we get they're like, 
yeah, we're going to get away with the money and famous ex-con Mysterio will go back to prison. What's the problem? And it's like, wow. There's yeah. some ne- you know what? There's that was some a good story. heinous shit in this game, but something about that is like next level scummy for That's me. That's terrible. Maybe but because was... it's a real world. That's some capitalist shit. That's also true. But yeah, it's a, it's a great game. And there's so much. Everyone manages to fold into the theme of letting go of anger and moving on. That's why I said at the, at, right up top of all this, I was like, I think it's harder to pin a central theme to the first couple games. Um, yeah, but they but, nailed it with this one. Yeah, it's very... And like, I, I don't think I'm like the most media literate person in the world. I usually take mm. a couple rewatches before I can start to nail down themes. Yeah. But, um, but it, I don't want to say that it was like stupid or spoon fed to you either. I think it's easier for me to pick up on themes of anger because again, it was it's been such a prevalent force in my life. Yeah. Um, so much of my life and my development all revolved around me being angry or being in control. Um, and uh, so as a result, it was much easier for me to pick up on those things because I kept seeing the repeated patterns of um, uh, again, I, I don't want to say forgiveness. Because there's very few people that are forgiven for what they've done in this game. They're just given chances to make up for it. And those yeah. are two different things. You can forgive someone Chances for free. to move on. You, you can forgive someone for free. And a lot of times they'll betray your forgiveness because then they'll take it for granted that mm-hmm. they can just do what they did again. But if you go, you haven't earned my forgiveness, but you can earn your own redemption if you work for it. Yeah, you can let go and move on. And that, I'm going to let go and move yeah. on, but I'm not going to forgive it. And yeah, that I'm, is exactly be, what Miles it's says. It's basically like, I'm going to be keeping my eye on you. You better be doing good from now on or else I will come for you. And yeah. a lot of times when given that ultimatum, people will go, that's understandable. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I think psychologically, more, much more often than not, when people make a mistake what they want more than anything is a chance to make up for it because we as humans aren't naturally okay with the fact that we're fucking something up, especially something that we view as important. And so a lot of times when people become like, I'm a fuck up. So what I'm going to own it. That's out of nobody giving them the chance to make up for it. it. You, you have a chance to turn someone who was bad good again if you give them the chance to be and much more often than you might expect they'll take you up on that because if given the opportunity between you can stay bad or you can be good a surprising amount of people will choose that they want to be good again yeah Um, it's it's largely only when people feel they have no other choice than to be bad that they'll stay bad and um and, and again a lot of the like, like who who's actually like the worst person that's like choosing to be a villain in these games? It's Scorpion. <laughs> he was uh, yeah, he's still yeah, he's still he, just an asshole. He kind of reveled in just being bad, and um, and but he's only one out of so many other characters that have been villainous, and even Peter was villainous in this game, yeah. and the others gave him a chance and it it wasn't an easy choice. Mary Jane is kind of scared of him now. 
and she deserves to be. That was traumatic shit. Yeah. But she's giving him the chance to make up for it. I absolutely... They made it so emotionally uncomfortable the next morning when Peter wakes up on, like, a park bench and is just like, I feel great. Yeah. I feel well-rested. I'm having a great time. And, and he's, like, unaware of what he did. He's not even questioning was, that he woke it, up on a park bench. Yeah, it was just a very just emotionally like, oh, distressing weird. bit. And he's just like, oh, I feel great. I have no problems. Um, yeah. Gosh. We should because probably very, talk a little bit. Uh, what were you going to say? I was just going to say it's very... Um, there, there are some instances where people feel... They associate rewards with addiction. Mm-hmm. And um, it's because in the short term, they do wind up getting rewarded for their addiction. And as a result, there becomes this disparity between how their loved ones in their life are reacting and how they're reacting. And as a result, because they're feeling great, they're feeling better than ever. As a matter of fact, why are you all freaking out? That drives a further wedge between them because they're, they're like, okay, you guys are overreacting. I'm having good things happen for me. Why, why mm-hmm. are you all freaking out? And they play that very well. Um, again, there, there's a lot of parallels to addiction. And, yeah. and that does tie in with the theme of anger. Because, again, take it from someone who was, again, as creators put it, a slave to anger for a lot of my life. It's an addiction as well. It, adrenaline is a chemical just like any chemical you can put in your body. It's just one that naturally occurs in your body. And you can become addicted to chemicals and I became addicted to my anger. And mm-hmm. it's hard to break that addiction just as it is to break alcoholism or heroin or smoking or anything. Yeah. Um, and so the fact that he was in that stage where he's like, I'm feeling rewarded while everyone else is feeling freaked out. I felt that that was very natural to a story of addiction. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, it's probably worth mentioning the very, 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 very end of the game uh, when we tease the G serum and also um, uh, Otto is up to something. Yeah. What are you writing, Otto? The final chapter. That actor is awesome. He's very good at being menacing. I love that. Um, So I guess Spider-Man 3 is the thing that will happen, I should assume. Uh, it um, seems like we're going to have, at the very least, Chameleon, Carnage, <laughs> uh, Green Goblin, and the return of Dr. Octopus. I would also like to say I was waiting for this game to explain Peter getting whooped hmm. to uh, across the Spider-Verse for a little bit. and They, they like almost them. did, but they, they, they didn't. didn't. But they included a character who was in a rough draft to be in Across the Spider-Verse, but yeah. uh, they cut her out of the final movie. Um, interestingly, she looks like she lives in a PlayStation 1 game. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's and it's very specifically that era because of how specifically polygonal she is. Yeah, that's a good she point. She looks like she could have been in Inter-Electro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, that was an interesting one. I'm. I, I didn't know what to make of that. For now, um. I guess maybe that character shows up in Beyond. 
and we get to know more about who she is and what her deal Maybe. is. Maybe, like, like, like I said, she. I saw that it was confirmed she was going to be in Across the Spider Verse, and she got cut, so she might yeah. appear in Beyond. Um, I, I, you know, this sounds like such a nitpicky thing. I'm sorry, but it it does kind of bug me. I wish because he's wearing the Amazing Suit 2.0 in Across the Spider Verse. So yes. it, it should be from this relative era, right? Yeah. So like, I wish we saw a, a just like a bit of Peter, or or like even if you're playing as Miles at one point and you get a call from Peter, and he's just like, uh, I don't know what just happened. I definitely just fell through some kind of uh, octag- <laughs> octagonal portal for a second, and I was in like a holding cell, and then they're they're just like, uh, we can send them back, and I'm 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 back, and Miles is like. Dude, what are you talking about? He's like, look, man, I don't know. I don't know. Let's just move. If on. it was just that, even that, I would have been like, perfect. That would be cool. Um, and yeah, because he was definitely there, and it was definitely like, Yuri. Yeah, that was him. <laughs> um, I do love that where they're like, we've got video game guy, we've got this other video game guy, and he goes, are you talking to me? <laughs> like he's just real confused about what's going on. It's like, yeah, he doesn't seem like he totally understands what's going on. I I, just, I still appreciate that that movie brought back some of my favorite Spider-Man. It it had spectacular Spider-Man in it. Yeah, that's cool. Josh Keaton got to return as Spider-Man. He look Yuri Lowenthal might be my favorite Spider-Man voice actor, but Josh Keaton is. He is the now. two of them. The two of them compete in my mind for who's the best Spider-Man. I always really loved the '90s guy, uh, but uh, now Yuri. Shocker! Yeah. Oh my God. I I remember there's a lot of people who are kind of disappointed that they didn't find an excuse to have Yuri replicate that just <laughs> sheer rage at Shocker. Uh, Shocker's not in this game, so... Yeah, they should have put him in just for that. They should have. I agree. Um, that would have been, been, been fun. Um, but, um, yeah. uh, I also, uh, I want to say um, that this is sort of tangentially related. I really like that um, there's a bunch of different Spider-Man voice actors in... Um, I get the two confused. Shattered Dimensions. Um, uh-huh. They they get uh, uh, Josh Keaton to voice the Ultimate Spider-Man in that, I believe, and they get um, what's his name, Christopher Barnes or something, the guy I who voiced him in the nineties. That's correct. Yes. Uh, to voice Spider-Man Noir in that game. Yeah, that was cool. Um, and then they got. I haven't a played other... the I haven't played the game, but I've heard clips of that, and that's cool. Yeah, uh, I just remember very vividly just. The, here comes the spider-man like he says it like that (laughs) yeah that's cool um yeah i hope i hope they find an excuse to to bring him in to uh is he still around right in in um as far as i'm aware beyond the spider-verse i I want oh yeah i want him i to my knowledge he has not yet been in the spider-verse movies and and that kind of it felt like confirmation to me when one of the directors of Spider Verse or one of the writers um, said at some point they were asked like Are there going to be more uh, Spider Men <laughs> in Beyond? And he said, Yeah, you might think that we've put every Spider Man you could ever think of so far, but trust me, it's not every Spider Man we can think of. Yeah. <laughs> so they're yeah, like, Yeah, uh, we've got more. We're thinking Chris- of more. Christopher Daniel Barnes. Okay, cool. Um, I am happy that they announced that there will be... Wait, I'm what? sorry. He he was in Amazing Spider-Man 2, the video game. 
But of all of the possible characters he could have ever voiced in that game, they had him voice Donald Menken. What? <laughs> they had him voice Norman Osborn's accountant. Who That's I think hilarious. Was, who I think at one point was also possibly Hobgoblin. I think he was one of the red herrings for Hobgoblin. That's fun. Ooh, put Hobgoblin in one of these. Or in the next... I want I want Tom Holland's Spider-Man 4 to have Hobgoblin. I need more Hobgoblin. <laughs> Get, someone yeah, give me simple. Hobgoblin. I love him. You know, it'd be great. I, love because, his, uh, I like his color scheme better than the Green Goblin. Yeah, because now the Green Goblin that he fought was uh, Toby's Green Goblin. So if he had a goblin, it should not be Green Goblin. It should be Hobgoblin. Yeah, he should do Hobgoblin. Um because I love the like I love the paler green with the red eyes and the orange cloak. It's a cool look. I love the hobgoblin design. Um, I've just always liked hobgoblin. Goblin cool. related question. Um, so, do you prefer guy using tech or do you prefer big monster pyrokinetic? I like I like tech goblin with I... glider and bombs and. And Typically, I agree. Knockout um, gas. <laughs> now, my thing is that the Insomniac universe specifically loves doing fusions of 616 and Ultimate. Interesting. Um, okay. Venom, first of all, is a fusion in his origin. Yes, he is an alien from space, but he is also a uh, substance that was used in the lab to try and cure a disease. Okay, yeah, true. He is both of those Venoms. Um uh oh fuck i i just had another one electro yes thank you yeah (laughs) he 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 is um a dude that's trying to become pure energy but he's also wearing the green and yellow outfit and he gets the lightning mask and yeah well no he doesn't get the lightning mask he has a scar on his face in the shape of lightning bolt i'm thinking of jamie fox has the lightning mask but um yeah that that was where they did that i remember now uh yeah uh, like Rhino is clearly chemically enhanced, but he also has like some slight robotic exosuit augmentation going on. Mm-hmm. Um, like, th- there's a lot of that in this universe where they take parts from both the six one six and the Ultimate Universes and sort of blend them together. Um, so, I'm I'm wondering if if Norman is going to become like a goblin monster that then has like a glider and stuff because that could be. I, don't, I don't like it when the green goblin flies the original ultimate green goblin just flies and he doesn't throw bombs he throws fireballs because he's a pyrokinetic um, is it like the one that's in spider-verse where it's a big lizard bat monster it, well see even that was a little bit of a fusion because he had the hat and he had bombs oh okay like he he was tossing actual like bombs from from a pouch that he had. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yes, uh, typically the Ultimate Universe Green Goblin he doesn't have bombs. He has wings, or like he might have like a tattered cloak or something. He has horns. He's green and scaly and huge, and he has fangs. Um, and like I said, he he generates fire. Like he can just catch on fire and throw fireballs and stuff like that. So uh, that. It, they made him much more of like a, a goblin, um, yeah. Instead of a guy wearing a goblin mask, <laughs> um, but I, I do, uh, and I'm not against him looking more monstrous. Now, I think if you are going to blend the two, 
you better blend them well because otherwise you're going to get Dane DeHaan from uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 <laughs> where he just looks like he has leprosy or something. Yeah. It's not a good look. Uh, no offense to anybody that has leprosy. I'm just saying, like, he doesn't look like a threatening supervillain. He looks like he belongs in the cancer ward. Yep. Um, yeah, I hope I hope they do it well. I'm sure they will. They they haven't really let me down with any of the ways that they. Yeah, I've got no it. reason to think that they'll do oh, anything. But speaking of hoping they do it well, okay, the the last name that's dropped in Spider-Man Two in the epilogue after credits, they named bit weird. Cindy Moon. A bit weird. Um, now, did you know? Did you know who Cindy Moon was? I know a little bit about Silk, not a whole lot. Have I already told you my rant about? So. I think in a previous Spider-Man related Cape Corner you probably have, which is probably why I know a little bit about Silk. For, for anyone who doesn't know, Silk is a character that was introduced in the more modern Spider-Man comics, you know, past 10 years or so. And mm-hmm. she is... Uh, so the story always went that the radioactive spider bit Peter and then he flung it off and it fucking died and that was it. And now it's been retconned slightly to where, yeah, when it flung off, it actually lived for a little bit longer and it bit one more person. It bit this girl, Cindy Moon. So she was bitten by the same radioactive spider as Peter. So she also got spider powers and they feel a little bit of like their spider senses attuned. So they kind of are drawn to each other. And if it was just that, I'd be like, that's fine. That's actually kind of cool. They didn't stop there. They went, they are so drawn to each other, in fact, that they were bitten by the same spider. They're destined for each other. And what they Mm -hmm. mean by they're destined for each other, because this is a character that was made after the the forced divorce from Mary Jane, is that they become (sighs) impossibly horny when they're in the same room together. Mm -hmm. And not only that, but her first superhero suit is that she's naked and then she just webs herself up. She wears webs as a costume. And while that might be kind of neat in theory, when you remember that these are webs that dissolve after an hour, it it, it suddenly becomes much more like like the writer's barely disguised fetish. Like, uh uh-oh, she's been fighting for more than an hour. She's got to be naked now. Mm -hmm. Um, And, uh, Later on, she got a proper like suit, uh, which is good. Uh, and from what I understand, they've they've dialed back on the weird horniness with her character a lot mm. in comics. Um, so she's much more tolerable now. And I'm cautiously optimistic. I hope Insomniac knows to not, just not include any of that shit. Just yeah, I'd hope do any, like if you want to make it to where like she she's in casual clothes and a crime is happening and she decides to web her face to make a half mask mm-hmm. that would be a fine reference don't make her naked except for webs and especially 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 because he's still in a relationship with mary jane in this continuity so don't make them get horny for each other especially because she also seems like she's probably like eight years younger than him or something mm-hmm. Just yeah don't i, I do don't that. i don't think they will i hope i'm i'm reasonably sure that they won't i i, I feel fairly confident that they won't because again they've proven very competent in dealing with all these other characters um i can't even think of a character that um uh i've just like oh uh i do want to so i sort of briefly mentioned that i got into an argument with somebody over 
quote unquote wokeism in this game. Mm-hmm. One of the other big things that that person was complaining about was, and I swear to God, this is how they worded it: being forced to play as Miles's deaf girlfriend. And I responded. Yeah, I remember seeing that complaint. I responded first. You're not forced to do it. It is it's, a side. Yeah, it's mission. a side quest. Two. <laughs> it only lasts for like ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Tops. Uh, yep. It's very brief, and then you never have to do it again. Uh, and three, it's just a really cute thing where you're doing graffiti and you're you're. T- oh, and that, that and that person was also like, um, are they they they're supporting illegal vandalism in Spider Man? And it's like, no, because she got permission from the person who owns that wall. It's legal to yeah. do street art if the person who owns the wall gives you permission. Yeah, and she's improving on the graffiti that is there yeah she's it's literally it was defaced and then she made it something that looks pretty and then the person went oh that's good and Mm -hmm. i really just liked that the the game was extremely quiet at that point because you're playing as her and she has hearing aids but like she's still largely deaf that's why she Mm -hmm. talks in sign language so anything you do here is so so quiet so muffled it when someone's talking it's very can, cool all you can really hear is like like that mm-hmm. i don't even know if my mic picked that up but uh <laughs> um but the, the the point is that uh it, it's so like benign <laughs> and you have to be going out of your way to be upset by it and that's yeah. what they're complaints were amounting to was um i chose to be upset about this thing so that makes it bad yep all right uh did you have anything else that you wanted to like really touch on with this game um we've been going for a while we've been going for a while i'm like i'm sure there was but man i'm tired um, yeah, even cutting out the part where we were talking beginning of the game and the bathroom break and stuff, this, this is now a three-hour episode. This is a long one. My God, because it's so cool, and there's so much to say about it, clearly. <laughs> I'm trying to think through any other side missions that I really wanted to talk about. I don't think so. Um, I do like just generally, this is just kind of a general statement on Spider-Man, but just the whole friendly neighborhood app and being able to go help people with stuff and just go be a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man is just oh. something that, that you don't get with like a Batman game. And one of my favorite missions in the game is a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man app side mission. Mm-hmm. And it's helping a blind woman who thinks there's some kind of monster in her back. Oh God. I loved like, that. Are you, sure, are you sure it's not a dog? And she's like, no, I have terrible allergies. I would know if it was a dog or yeah. any other kind of animal. And it's, it's a hunter, um, uh, B spot. And, yeah, uh, one of their, like, robot it. dog monsters. Yeah, it got attacked by one of the other hunters because it fucked something up, and you managed to reprogram it. But Genki literally feeds it, like, 10 million dog videos from YouTube. Yes. And so it turns into a good boy. And <laughs> yeah, and uh, you actually wind up fighting alongside it against the hunter that shot it. And, yeah. Um, and then, uh, apparently off-screen, some of the neighborhood kids, like, all colored on its metal body and, like... Mm-hmm did like rainbows and shit and so you bring the dog and you're like i found the monster turns out it's this robot dog and hey 
you can have a guide dog now because he's a very good boy. Yeah, and, we've downloaded and all these videos into of, him. He's made of metal, so he can't aggravate your allergies. And she's like, oh, bless you. It's everything I ever wanted. And he immediately like just gets her shoes and puts them on her lap. And she's like, oh, he's already so helpful. Yeah, that's cool. I I, lo- I really resonated with the one where s- someone contacts you and is like, I can't find my grandpa. I lost track of my grandpa. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm at this park and we got to go find the grandpa. I go figure out where he went. And he's just sitting uh, on a bench right where he proposed to his wife. And he's telling us stories about his wife and, and how he misses her. And I'm like, it's, and it, like, it's just this sweet moment of Spider-Man sitting on a bench talking to this old man about his life. It's- it's very quiet and it lasts for a while because you literally sit there listening to his stories until the granddaughter comes up. Yeah, it's like it's up. like a minute or two solid of just sitting there uh, it listening. It was more like three or four minutes, honestly. Wow. Well, it flew by. Yeah. <laughs> and it and it, <laughs> yeah, was, it it's it's it was beautiful. It's easy. It's easy breezy three to four minutes because it is something very endearing about hearing this old man reminisce. Yeah. It's it's wonderful. I, I love this game. So that's a good thing to mention is just the friendly neighborhood stuff is just so quintessentially Spider-Man and is something there's, very unique to the concept of Spider-Man. There's so much heart in this game, especially yeah. in all the side activities. It almost makes me want to go to New York. And then I remember that this is a very idealized. This is like someone who grew up with New York and didn't have like their friend shot to death or something. Like this is like, oh god, yep. It's like, it's like, <laughs> because I've been to New York. Um, it's it's uh, it's not this. Yeah, I went. Time. I went once. I went to New York City once when I was like twelve. And and I was like, oh wow, it's snowing and it looks like the movies and it's so pretty and there's so many people. But I'm sure if I like hung around New York for more than a couple of weeks, you'd have, you'd have some problems. I also have <laughs> um, an extreme fear of heights to the point of even being around tall buildings makes me oh that's interesting feel very uncomfortable. Um, like, but, but because it's, it's just the idea of like, oh, well, if that falls, they're like, fuck me, right? Yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm just dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it, uh, oh, God, like when I see shit, like, I don't know if you've ever seen the Panic at the Disco music video for High Hopes. Yes. But like, he, like obviously for 90% of the video, he, it's like a special effect, him walking up the side of the building. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that's fine because I can tell it's not real. Yeah. But then at the end, he's really on the top of a skyscraper running around and hopping and like i'm like please stop please get down i hate this one wrong wind blows and you're fucking dead yep uh yeah hey this it's a beautiful game um i was a little bit sad that i don't really have anything to do other than restart uh although i hear that they're definitely going to do a new game plus by the end of the year I would hope that they at least have a DLC the same way they did the city that never sleeps. Yeah, I don't know how I don't remember how long after the game released that came out, but um, it, it would uh, be nice like to a half a year or something like six months. Okay, well, yeah, that's fine. Um, but it would be great if by the end of 2023 we have the option to do New Game Plus. Uh, that'd be great. It's just, yeah, just something, I, just something to I, keep I going was... with. I was really frustrated because even though that last suit that I got kind of sucks, um, it the fact that there's no new game plus meant that I couldn't do anything other than just like 
fight random crimes and see. Oh, I will say, like, I, I understand from a gameplay perspective why they did this, but from a narrative perspective, it makes no sense to me why post game you can fight symbiotes in the streets. Yeah, he, yeah. That, that, yeah, doesn't make any sense. That's true. Because those were like the symbiotes generated. Yeah, um, we killed the, the hive mind. Yeah, the, so, from from Venom's connection to the meteor, they were like almost like false symbiotes. They weren't like a proper. Oh, I, yeah, like like Venom could still be out there, and Carnage can still do his Carnage thing, but the hive mind is gone. So I forgot to mention that uh, Scream is in this game, and she's Mary Jane. <laughs> oh yeah, that was wild. One of the only um, extra symbiotes that I can remember by name. Mm-hmm. Um. Because there's a bunch of them, but I don't yeah. think she's ever actually been Mary Jane until now. Like this was a this was a new thing. That's cool. Um, yeah, I think, man, I, I think I've talked everything that I can talk about this right now, without wearing out my whole voice. Can I <laughs> can I pitch something real quick that yeah, I yeah. think would be very fun? Um, I mean, obviously, like on the villain side of things, again, like I said, uh, Green Goblin, uh, Carnage. Uh, uh, Doc Ock, all that has been set up. But in terms of what an actual like plot for uh, the next big game, like if there's like an in between call, cool, like there was with Miles Morales, that's one thing. Yeah. But like the next big, big one, you know what would be really cool hmm? is if they adapted the Clone Saga. That would be cool. I think. Like if should. we have Jackal as one of the main villains. If uh, Ben Riley appears and Peter has his existential crisis about whether or not he's a clone, um, maybe have Kane appear as like yeah. uh, one of the bosses. Um, like, like I think stuff like I think adapting the Clone Saga in modern years can be so good. The Clone Saga in the comics is rough, uh, but that's yeah. because there was a lot of editorial shit going on there. And nowadays you can distill just the good parts. And I think there are really good parts. I think Ben Riley is one of my favorite characters ever. And I think that they did him dirty in the Spider-Verse movies. I don't care if he's funny <laughs> and I don't care if they got Andy Samberg to kiss him. I, I feel like they just did my boy dirty. It was so funny though. It is funny, but I wanted more than that. It's the first on-screen appearance in a movie of Ben Riley, And they boiled him down to something he's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I can't help but feel a little bit icked out by it. It's fair, but that was just so funny. <laughs> Every time I think about it, I guess I just wish that, like, one of my favorite Spider-Man growing up, his first big mainstream appearance wasn't boiled down to a joke. Yeah, because they're also not really like they're not necessarily making fun of him. They're just, but that, yeah, it's like instead of doing Ben Riley, they used Ben Riley as a vehicle to parody one of the 90s comics. Yeah, to parody yeah. just the vibe of 90s comics in general, which yeah. was, which was funny, but yeah, he is a character. Yeah, and, and now we can't get that Ben Riley in that continuity portrayed in a better way. So, yeah, I'm like, damn it. When, when the, because I fucking love Ben Riley. Like, he's, he legitimately is one of the Spider-Men I grew up with. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Scarlet Spider is one of the first ever, it might be the first alternate Spider-Man costume I ever saw. Hmm. Um, so, 
like I, I don't know. I, I wish that people would use him more. Yeah. Especially because like especially the era of Ben where he is acting as Peter's brother. And because uh, yeah. they're considering each other brothers after he dies. What like in the comics when Ben dies, one of the last things that he requested Peter, because they were planning on having a kid soon. Of course it didn't pan out. They had to have a miscarriage because fuck me, right? But like mm-hmm. like if he did wind up having Mayday, um then Peter would have been able to tell her the story of how her uncle Ben sacrificed himself to save her. Ah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Anyway, I just think it would be neat. Uh, Obviously, there's like a million different kinds of Spider-Man stories that they could draw on, but I think uh, Insomniac's take of the Clone Saga would be very fascinating. Yeah, I bet it would be. That would be really cool. Um... Yeah, I don't and think it, it kind of got... makes sense because, like, you could be like, "Well, then, what? What's Doctor Octopus? How is he dealing with the final chapter? He's a scientist. He could probably know Miles Warren, and he could probably know Miles Warren's a fucking freak and like manipulate him into doing some freak shit." Yeah. Hmm. True. That would be cool. They there's there's so much that they can do, and whatever they do, I'm sure they're going to do it real cool. I had such a great time with this game. And um, I did too. I will be yeah. playing it again in the near future. All of my complaints given, it's still like a nine out of ten. <laughs> yeah, it's a really cool game. All right, I think that'll probably do it for us. Oh wait, hang on. Have I got mails? Oh no, I can't access the mail part of the app while I'm recording. It's um, to be fair, this is a very long episode already. This is a very long episode, so there'll just be a lot of mails, uh, by which I mean however many messages Scotty Cameron sends me. Um, <laughs> next, <Not> time, <laughs> next time. Next uh, Scotty, keep, keep, keep going, bud. Thank you for always sending in. I'm sorry that I don't always get to reading them, uh, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read a whole bunch of things next time. Um, oh, actually, he gave me a suggestion for what might be um, the next episode of Cape Corner. Oh, is is it is it something that will be spoken here, or is it an off an off the record kind of thing? Um, yeah, I can I can say it. Uh, it's probably going to be Hellboy. Ah, oh, fuck yeah, cool. <laughs> um, that's fun. I don't know nearly enough about Hellboy to to participate meaningfully, but um, I like him, and that's cool. Yeah, we can um, talk about it. I'm not like a huge uh, like repository of knowledge on him, but I know enough, and I can look up some okay. stuff. All right. Well, that'll probably do it for us this week. Uh, as, as always, uh, we are a member of the Hall of Pods podcast network, and the Hall of Pods has uh, two new shows. Uh, Blue has the Replica program now, which mm-hmm. – uh, is where you interview uh, Kingdom Hearts actors. I'm waiting and, to see when we can get the uh, second uh, person on to get the second episode going because uh, we were actually supposed to record like one or two weekends ago and um, it just, just busyness took over. Like um, we, we were we we're in talks with... Um, oh, fuck. <laughs> His name is... Oh, Quentin Flynn. Uh, okay. But, so, um, I mean, I don't, I don't want to like say we're definitely going to talk to him because I'm not trying to like open myself up to any sort of legal shit. Um, uh, <laughs> but, but we're in talks, so we'll see if that happens. Okay. I'll say that much. Nice. And the other new show, 
is Dylan Pollock's uh, frequent, you know, frequent guest, frequent guest on the Fandom Optimist, Dylan Pollock's uh, movies to watch before you die. Uh, they just put out an Alien and Aliens review very shortly after my Alien and Aliens review, uh, featuring James Strecker of the Watchtower database. So that's cool. Uh, there is a link tree in the description of this episode that will take you to all of my amazing podcasting friends, including Dylan and Blue. And gosh, when, what do I say after that? Because I'm not consistent enough on this show to remember how I'm supposed to close these out. Uh, you can find us at Fandom Optimists on Twitter and Instagram. Blue, plug your thing. Oh, man, I really got poops. So. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, we, uh, I have Cape Corner. Uh, it, it is sort of like a companion podcast to this one. Um, less optimistic, uh, but uh, more... Less optimistic, more character-focused. Yeah, um, and, and as we said, the Replica program, it is, it's very Kingdom Hearts focused uh if you're not big into kingdom hearts but it you know there's a lot of people that are big disney fans that aren't um kingdom hearts people yeah they can get into it you can still like listen to us chat with disney voice actors so we spoke with joe ackman the voice of jimmy cricket um that that one's actually on youtube because we actually have video for it um Hmm. so feel free to look that up um uh you can find me I'm Beyond Blue 2 on Tumblr and Just Beyond Blue on Blue Sky. Um, uh, oh, and uh, I know this isn't this podcast, but it, if if you wanted to financially support me <laughs> for mm-hmm. Cape Corner, uh, you can do that on my Spotify for Podcasters page. It works the same way as Anchor. Uh, no, but it works the same way as Patreon. Um, and... Uh, I, I would really appreciate that right now while I'm looking for work. <laughs> yep. That's it. That's my shameless, like, pay me money. Uh, <laughs> All right. And that's it for this week, y'all. Until next time, never apologize for loving your fandom and try to stay optimistic. I'm very tired, and I'll talk to you next week. <laughs>